You guys know I love Gooder sunglasses. I've been wearing them for years. Uh, I've, I've been collecting them basically at this point because, you know, they got all these different styles and they're so affordable. They're 25 bucks a pair. They're, there's no slip, no bounce. They're all polarized. They're, they're fun. You, you know, you have one pair for the beach. You have one pair for riding your bike. You have one pair to maybe go out to a, you know, a, a club. I don't know, a day club. Do you go to day clubs? That doesn't sound like a right thing to do. Uh, hey, they got a new frame, though. This is what I'm here to talk about. The Pop G. Pop art for your face. It's it's fashion. It's fashion on your face, guys. No slip, no bounce, just like all the other types of pairs. But uh, these are cool. Like, I want to I get a pair myself. Like, I, I have too many already, but I, I feel like I need to get these also. Vanguard Visionary, New Wave Renegade, Born to be Envied, Pop Art Prodigy, the mod one out. It sounds like the Pop G is a whole group of styles, so you can get all these different frames within the Pop G family. So that's pretty cool. Check those out, guys. Uh, and, you know, if you need sunglasses, this is the way to go. You don't have to worry about losing them. They're, they're 25 bucks, and, uh, you know, you, you just grab another pair if you need them. But uh, like I said, I've been collecting them because uh, I can't get enough of these Gooder sunglasses. If you want to support our show and try a pair, Gooder is giving Never Not Funny listeners free shipping. You can go to Gooder.com slash Pardo and use the code Pardo for free shipping. Gooder offers a 30-day money-back guarantee and 100% satisfaction. Again, that's Gooder.com slash Pardo and use the code Pardo for free shipping. Hey, guys. Jimmy Pardo here to talk to you about PXG. Now, listen, I wore this shirt uh, at a, a golf outing recently. and it, the, the way I described it is that uh, I felt like I wasn't wearing a shirt. That's how comfortable this thing was. PXG makes great golf clubs. We all know that. But what they also do is make great apparel. Uh, it's made with premium materials, technology designed for peak performance. Didn't help my performance, but I looked good. That's the important thing. You want to look good better than, than the way you golf. Is that a thing? PXG has something for everybody. Pants, polos, sweaters, hats, quarter zips, joggers, jackets, dresses, skirts, everything you could want. I loved it. Uh, I've got a second shirt that I can't wait to wear when I go golfing a second time, if my body allows me to. But, you know, I'll tell you what, with these shirts, I might as well just walk around the clubhouse and let people take a look at me and go, look at that stylish-looking guy, but his golf game is on point. Literally, they know. No, it's not. Hey, elevate your style game on and off the course with PXG Spring Summer 2024 Collection. Head over to pxg.com slash pardo. Use code pardo at checkout and save 10% on all apparel. That is pxg.com slash pardo. Code pardo to save 10% on apparel. pxg.com slash pardo. Code pardo. PXG, grip it and wear it. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Please don't take this person out. Would you politely go to hell? Get the fuck out of my way. What's up, player? Do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Call the cops. There's a plant singing. That's the name of the van, you freak. Aren't she like Mr. Bean? I find you so asexual. Use it, use it. Don't me, Frankenstein. tape it's the fastest hour in podcasting this is never not funny now here's your host jimmy pardo 
Hello, everybody. Indeed, yes, welcome to the program, episode 2724 of the award-winning podcast, Never Not Funny. We're coming to you from a gloomy Los Angeles, California, but we are the lucky ones. We are not getting uh, 49 inches of snow, blizzard conditions as the Midwest and East Coast are, but we are getting uh, just a gloomy day, gloomy gas. Mm-hmm. Gloomy geese. Gloomy George. Gloomy goose. Gloomy geese. Gloomy... Oh, gloomy bit. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Welcome in, everybody. Nice to see everybody. Nice to, it's nice to see you on a Monday here in Los Angeles, California. Uh, uh, I want to bring my castmates up into a, a, a immediate uh, update. I need to give you guys an update. Now, we had a very nice live stream yesterday with the tier two and three folks that are kind enough to subscribe to the uh, paywall portion of this program. We thank anybody, whether it be the 5 10 or $20 level that do that, but the uh, yesterday was the uh, 10 and $20 level. The folks uh, jump in. We have a lot of fun. We kind of do a mini show that we chit chat with some people. And we move on. If that's your bag, then pop up to those two levels. If that interests you, you also get some trinkets. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Uh, but yesterday I talked about on the live stream about how I decided to use a scented carpet cleaner. <laughs> yeah. uh, not cleaner, but a, uh, I guess it is a cleaner. It's a scented carpet cleaner that you, you um, kind of um, shake onto your carpet People have seen this. I'm not uh, describing anything people haven't seen. You shake it uh, on your uh, carpet and then you vacuum it up and then your house is supposed to smell fresh and new and clean and uh, so on and so forth after, you know, walking on the carpet uh, for, in this case, you know, a year without uh, vacuuming. We haven't vacuumed in a year. Um, <laughs> cleaning. We haven't cleaned it in a year. You professionally steam cleaned it in a year is my point. So... Um, I had the uh, the uh, uh, linen scent one, and I put it on very lightly because my wife is very sensitive to uh, to smells. I uh, very lightly uh, put it on, and they, they, as I discussed yesterday, they suggest that you cover the carpet with it so that it looks like a blanket of white. Uh, I did this very very lightly, and um, it was as I said yesterday um, uh, unbearable. I don't know why my wife and son didn't just uh, pack up a bag and, and force me to live here on my own and, and suffer my own consequences. It was, uh, and Danielle even said, I, I don't know if that's a great idea to do that. And like, wow, well, we got we to gotta freshen it up. Uh, <laughs> don't you worry about what I'm doing, arrogant, idiot, self-involved prick that I am. And she, uh, she's like, all right, well, you, know, you just like, and I, did, I, I cannot stress enough how lightly I did this thing. And it still was unbearable. I mean, unbearable effing bearable that at one point last night uh i i i, I i'm not I, i'm very open with these i broke down in tears that's how fucking bad it was <laughs> that i felt like holy shit did i ruin my house did i ruin like the wow. carpet am i gonna have to buy a new carpet that's how bad this smell is it was so atrocious it, so what you're saying is it didn't get any better after we talked to you <laughs> it did not get better and then but then i did get the opportunity to go out to uh, the local target uh, to follow up on some uh, piece of advice that came through on the chat on the mm-hmm. live stream, as well as Matt Belknap, who suggested kitty litter. Uh, so I got some kitty litter. Uh, and then I also got uh, some uh, Arm & Hammer uh, little uh, baking soda boxes, uh, where if you walk through our uh, living room, our family room right now, I look like Sting in the King of Pain video, but instead of candles, <laughs> it's uh, Arm & Hammer boxes. Uh, it is... Um, so, all right, so we did that. We did, and, and by the way, of course, of course, just because the day couldn't fucking, so just, I had a fall on my face one more time yesterday. Um, I went to Target. I got, um, I, I grabbed the kitty litter that I, uh, I, I, I've, I've never bought kitty litter. Do you understand? Yeah. Ever. 
So I need to look at one that is, doesn't have a fragrance because right. of Danielle's issues. Uh, also, we don't want a fragrance. Uh, we, we, that's our problem. This, this is to soak up the, the odor. Right. So uh, I'm doing the research. I also don't want to spend $19 on kitty litter uh, when I'm going to use, you know, uh, one little container of it. And hopefully that'll do it. So um, uh, I, I, I do all the research where I turn them around and I'm looking like, OK, that one doesn't have fragrant. This one is uh, eight pounds. This one's 20 pounds. That seems like a lot with my uh, bum arms. Uh, so on and so forth. And I go, OK, great. And I grab it and I put it in the cart and uh, then I go get the, you know, I, I go buy Target out of Arm and Hammer, Hammer boxes. <laughs> and um, uh, which, by the way, I don't know why that, that that aisle, the Arm and Hammer box aisle was the busiest aisle in Target yesterday. So I had to kept I, I had to keep leaving the aisle to give people their space to get it because it was taking me time to put them in the anyhow. Mm-hmm. So I get home and Danielle goes, uh, so I open up the kitty litter and it, 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 it it's like I brought home uh, a scent in a box. It's like I, I bought, oh, and she goes, no. that smells worse than what's happening. And I went, no, no, I bought the motherfucker. <laughs> I grabbed the, I grabbed the wrong one off the shelf. Oh dear. So I got to go back to target. And uh, because I put it on my charge card, uh, it's too soon to get a refund. What? They have to, you, you got to wait a certain amount of time uh, for it to, to, because I didn't have the receipt with me. So you have to, it's not on my credit card yet. So I, I, I'm now walking around with one thing of kitty litter, going to buy another thing of kitty litter. I bought the kitty litter. All right. So here's what happened. So we got the kitty litter in there. We've got the, uh, uh, by the way, if, if you're welcome to come over to the house and buy yourself uh, some uh, Arm & Hammer uh, baking soda, and I'll still have plenty on stock. So come on over. Um <laughs> In fact, I told the people at Target, I go, if you guys, uh, you, if people are looking for it, just send them over to the house. So we're over here uh, right behind the Taco Bell and uh, I'll be uh, opening those up. So and then uh, as I was doing some research, uh, also coffee grounds were recommended coffee grounds. Oh. So we now have added uh, coffee grounds to the mix. And now that seems to be doing the job. We now seem to be huh. suppressing the fake linen scent yep. with now the natural smell of coffee. Which uh, we could all agree is better. This this sounds a lot like uh, that song about the lady with the with the <laughs> swallowed a fly cider, and then there's yeah. a fly and the spider, yeah. and the, yeah. yeah, yeah. It uh, uh, of course the uh, then we have the uh, the back door is open, the the, the screen door is open to uh, let some fresh air in, and uh, <laughs> luckily today is just is cold and gloomy, so that uh, Oliver's in the other room with a parka. <laughs> so uh, so Dad did a fucking bang up job over here. Is my point. Uh, at least at least your back door is open and you've told everyone exactly where you live on this episode <laughs> well i'm here i mean but what are they gonna, they're gonna come in I mean, gonna, let me tell you something they're gonna walk in take one smell and their face is gonna they're gonna fall onto the concrete backwards because it's like <laughs> it'll be like a cartoon with the, the cartoon uh, boxing uh where the scent is going through the air that it turns into a boxing glove and then punches the person in the face that's what would happen if they walked into our house <laughs> so, so jimmy is, uh, yeah. i have a question uh-huh. With with the kitty, you know, the, the baking soda, it's designed for this. You open the box; it's got a little screen to it because <clears throat> yeah. you're supposed to put it in your refrigerator. That's one of the options. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you've got, as you described, your king of pain uh, diorama of yeah. baking soda. Uh huh. For the kitty litter, what was your methodology there? How did you how did you handle that? I bought a kitty litter box for four ninety nine, the, the uh-huh. little uh, plastic thing, and so that is the bulk of it. And then I also took some. Uh, uh, Amazon boxes that we've had collected in the garage of, from all the various Amazon items that have come. And so I put them and then they are, uh, those are underneath furniture. Uh, 
to okay. kind of absor- absorb. Uh, then there's the big one. And then again, we got the, the, I got I got the big round thing of coffee grounds up on our DVD uh, shelf and then some uh, little bowls of coffee grounds uh, <laughs> at other places in the in the room. So, so it's as though you had a leaky roof, except instead of buckets. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, yeah, mm-hmm. can you I think the most important thing for for the listener is for you to tell us exactly the brand and flavor of the original thing that you used because this sounds <laughs> so like it's it. at a level you're what you're describing sounds like it should be illegal like it <laughs> sounds like the government needs to get involved but certainly in the short term no one else should be purchasing this i will tell you glade linen glade carpet cleaner linen i got it now should i've gotten the uh you know arm and hammer makes one as well that uh, claims to be unscented but there is a slight scent to it mm. uh but this one is glade linen okay and as i said yesterday uh as danielle described it was like uh, somebody threw 100 uh dryer sheets into the room and i thought that number was low by about 900 it's so so jimmy uh, yeah. yesterday i i you know you sometimes say things for effect yes uh but this sounds like that is not the situation no 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 this is this is one where it uh uh like danielle has a very sensitive nose uh to to fake odors to fake sure, you know sure. uh mm-hmm. artificial you know, glade glade artificial yeah 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 uh, and i can deal with it it does not bother me and when I was like, oh, fuck, this is awful. Like, this is. Yeah, no. Then you knew and it was going to be terrible for her. And then you're sitting there and you're like, you're kind of choking on it. It's so potent. Yeah. And pungent. So he, here's the reason why I asked that question. Um, I have a water based carpet cleaner machine. Would you like to borrow it? I realize this is something we could talk about not on air. <laughs> why is this just coming up now? Well, because because like I say, first of Dude, all, I, I thought, bought $49 worth of kitty litter yesterday. <laughs> Seems like that could have come up yesterday when he was well, describing again, the issue. To us. It's hard to know sometimes with Jimmy what is actually real and what is yes. just for entertainment That's purposes. Fair. Now I am coming to the realization that this is not just for entertainment purposes. Right. Uh, I, I bought this because I needed to c- clean my carpets. It's not a giant machine like the ones that you would rent from the grocery store, but it is. A, okay. It does do water and, and it there's you can do it without cleaning supplies you could just do which i think is what you would want you would want to just do if you would like to borrow this i will lend it to you um let me discuss that with my wife i think uh, that's fair i do that i don't yeah. want to be hey i'm gonna be doing this and all of a sudden we're we're ankle deep in water because dummy doesn't know how to use it <laughs> it's it's and, not it's not difficult to use but i but i appreciate your your caution um and then i'll but, but luckily i have the kitty litter around so i could i could spread that around to soak up the water that i'm uh uh, pouring all over my carpet but i i don't think that's a bad idea and i thank you for your offer uh will it fit in my car or do it i have should, to rent yeah. a, a, a moving van <laughs> no it's about okay. the size of a of a of a vacuum cleaner it's, it's great love it that is it a bissell i only use bissell products what's <laughs> don't the product? think what's it the... is a bissell i would have I'm to out. look is it a glade <laughs> oh, geez, i hope it's not a glade. it's a glade linen that's what that's the i mean uh, if you want to know i can go look and i can tell you what it is it is uh, as a reminder to tell you how bad it is, uh, Elliot. And this, and the, to, this is to, to Matt's point of this is why is this the first? This is coming up mm-hmm. on the show yesterday. I called young Oliver Griffin Pardo in to ask mm-hmm. him if the smell was so bad. And as he opened the door, he goes, "You can't smell it when I open the door." <laughs> that was his response. So that has nothing to do with me and my comedic ways of spinning sure, the yarn. And sure. it, it might have had something to do with the fact that I'm not sleeping well uh, on various days, and it did not occur to me until just now that I even still had that. <laughs> well, yeah. I and I appreciate the offer, and uh, there is a, I'm going I'm to put it at 87 percent the chance that I will come and get that from you. That's that's the number that I'm going to throw fair. that at. 
Is it heavy? That's the other question. It can, can... It's not super heavy. Like I say, it's it's vacuum cleaner size. It gets heavy when you put water in it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, and you recommend no, water for this? I believe you'll want to use water, yes. Okay. Uh, and I think it's got a heating element in it, which will help as well, potentially, but I don't know that you have to use that. Okay. So, well, probably, uh, probably should, right? And then and how, so, how long before it dries, though? Is it one of those where then you got to stay off of it for a year and a half? Uh, when I used it before... I have to look and see. I think I, I didn't get the most expensive one, but I did get one that had like as many features as I could afford. Okay. But that said, I do think it will take some time. Like it's probably four hours for it to dry. I would think completely. All right. So maybe I could do it tomorrow morning when it's maybe a little nicer outside and mm-hmm. uh, uh, warmer. All right. Well, let's, let's talk about that off the air per your yes. uh, uh, suggestion. Uh, now I did bring up the perks for our uh, subscription level. Uh, and we do have, a, we have a change for those that are subscribing to the, Tier uh, two and three, we do have a change in the lineup. So get your lineup cards out. We do have a change uh, in that. Uh, now, again, if you're at the $5 level, uh, thank you so much for subscribing. We certainly appreciate you. We appreciate the people that listen to the free show. We, uh, I, I appreciate anybody that gives us the time of day in a crowded world of podcasting that you still appreciate the nonsense that we put out. And if you leave us and come back, people are like, ah, you know what? I, I stopped listening for a little while. That's okay. Thing, life goes on, uh, but we're glad to have you when you are here with us. Uh, again, the five dollar level, you get the uh, and, and again, I bring this up because we're 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 jumping into twenty twenty one now, February first on this day. We're a month into it. Um, you get uh, you get two shows a week. Uh, no, you get three shows a week uh, with yeah. uh, isolation files. You get three shows a week, uh, audio and video, and uh, and that's maybe the occasional bonus episode. But those have been few and far between because we haven't been doing anything. We kind of. Be, that, that isolation files has kind of been the bonus episode. Yeah. So, um, so that's the five dollar. The ten dollar level, you get a um, uh, in addition to all those, the three shows, audio, video. Uh, you will also be getting. Uh, last year we had a pin uh, that you got. Uh, this year you get a, a jar opener. So it's kind of uh, uh, the jar opener in for the pin. Uh, and then also, uh, boy, I don't have it in front of me. So I, uh, what, what's the other thing? Do they get one? They get a, a, a sticker. Clear sticker. Mm-hmm. Clear sticker. sticker the and then time. here's the change in the lineup, guys. Here's yeah. the change in the lineup. Uh, so, again, get your uh, lineup cards out. This will be a change. This will affect pitching uh, stats and everything. Uh, we uh, we did not. Uh, we, we, uh, to match, uh, we were talking about this before the air. Uh, we were hoping Mario DiGiorgio uh, would be uh, part of this again because he's always done a great job for us at doing the shirts and stuff. He could not find a bag to the quality that uh, any of us were happy with uh, for him to print on. Uh, so bag is out bag is out guys bag is out nobody's happy with the bags and so we're going to go with a uh, a never not funny hat with the evergreen logo uh, on it the uh, the classic logo that is right behind me there this guy uh, on a hat that is similar in quality to the Hamilton uh, hat that we uh, that we uh, had at one point uh, which is a great hat I love it uh, of all the hats that we've sold over the years actually that is my favorite of the of the hats so it'll be similar in quality to that and uh, I think more people are interested in it, just based on talking to people and seeing people at live shows and stuff. Yeah. Nobody ever comes to our live show holding their bag, but they do show up uh, in their hat so uh, and or shirt. So uh, I'm excited about it. I am excited about uh, getting too. that logo on a hat yep. and uh, people being able to wear it proudly uh, as they go uh, out to check their mail during a pandemic and then back into the house uh, safely. <laughs> And then, of course, that happens at the $20 level as well. You get that hat instead of the bag. And then in those uh, those stone slate coasters, uh, which are wonderful. In fact, I uh, picked some up at the studio the other day when I was there. And I, uh, I'm using it right now to hold down uh, some fly paper because uh, I think the coffee grounds are attracting some flies. In there. <laughs> uh, so 
Um, uh, they, they are they were, I, I, I'm very happy with the quality of the uh, of the uh, of the coaster. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anyway, that's the change of the lineup uh, hat instead of the bag. And I think that, uh, like I say, I think if I was somebody, I would be more excited about that than I would be. Uh, a bag. So I was. This is, yeah. I think it's a good change in the lineup. We 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 landed on the bag originally because we felt like we hadn't done a bag in a long time. But as soon as we made this change, I was more excited. I personally was more excited about a new hat because do. I wear hats all the time, and and I uh, I have a lot of tote bags and everything. But uh, I guess because we're not really going anywhere, uh, yeah. the bag is less of a, a factor in my life uh, now than it, than it ever has been. So plus, am I the only one who has like? 700 grocery plastic bags well the, oh, yeah. can i tell you something uh, elliot to that point uh when i went to target the other day not yesterday but maybe a week ago uh i accidentally grabbed 20 of them i <laughs> don't no, i'm not not from target from our house yeah yeah like oh. when, when i like when i grabbed it's like okay I'm, I'm running to target i'm gonna grab that and i mm. grabbed like 20 of them and I never felt freer in my life than when I was able to stuff 17 of those into that recycling thing uh, that they have at Target. Yeah. Oh, very good. And it was like, not only do you clean up the, uh, the cupboard a little bit where you store those bags, uh, it, it just the idea of oh good those i don't I, I i don't have the threat of opening that and having those all fall on me again like a cartoon <laughs> yeah. character I, I had them all against the wall like the side of my fridge like mm-hmm. between this little pantry thing and the fridge yeah i'm like these have been here they're this this is i don't have i'm not cleaning cat litter anymore which is basically why i had that uh, oh um, garrett i'm sorry so I just, oh you're you're talking about the bags you get from target not the yeah not all plastic bags oh i thought you guys were talking about like the reusable like no 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 these are when when they deliver groceries they're not they're not playing games with your bags right they're, no, they're bringing yeah yeah so i just threw them all i didn't throw them away i put them in the recycling yeah, but yeah. it was a a yard sized garbage bag yeah that right? feels good that feels of plastic good. bags yeah feels I, good I, yep. yeah, yeah it's crazy recycle <laughs> make that into a, a, a soda bottle whatever mm. you got to make it do it so so you're not doing like i do and and, and take an old amazon sort of uh, food delivery uh, uh tote and then it's just filled stuffed as as hard as it can be with as many plastic bags as you've received you, nobody's doing that that's not what well that's what that's what i did with the target but it was <laughs> like they were all inside another target bag which is why yeah. i thought i was just kind of grabbing one target bag oh and then yeah, yeah. I'm, at, I'm at checkout it was like it was like the guy a, a magician taking the kerchief out of his pocket like, <laughs> all these target bags keep coming out like oh i know where those are going they're not even good. they're not even gonna make it to my car the, yeah, I the, since the since the pandemic, we those bag like when we get a delivery thing, those bags don't even come in the house. Like they just basically like we take everything out of them, put them into another bag, bring them inside, and then put them immediately in the recycling outside. So, oh wow! So they don't really. Uh, so I don't have the buildup that I used to have. Like year, yeah, I, I do remember years ago before I started using my own bags that you bring to the store we just had like a closet full of them it was crazy yeah. we could have built like a a, a, a plastic bag golem and like maybe <laughs> unleashed it on the neighborhood is that a lord of the rings reference golem it's a it's a it's an old it's a from the i guess it's from uh the jewish uh the jewish tradition, tradition. so yeah. jimmy you're not wrong because there is golem from lord of the rings that's a dog oh, but but the golem that uh, that matt's referring to is basically it's clay and then you write a word on the forehead and then you do some magic and then it uh, defends you 
It, it, I put my glasses on to listen to that, by the way. In case anyone's <laughs> curious. Not sure why that happened. If you've, uh, I, I, I learned, I think I knew the, the word, but I didn't really understand the, the backstory of it until I read The Adventures of Cavalier and Clay, which is a fantastic oh. book. Uh, everyone should read it. Um, not everyone. I don't know. If you, if you don't give a shit about comic, <laughs> comic books in World War II, then maybe don't read it. But uh, if, like, it, it's, it's about a, it's, it's a, you know, it's a fiction, work of fiction, but it's, it's about two guys who, uh, start writing uh, a comic book uh, around the time of the rise of Nazism, and so in mm. the in their comic book, there's a a golem, and uh, yeah, it's cool. Actually, I got to read that again. I haven't read it in a long time. It sounds timely. Yeah, mm. seriously. Um, have you read that, Garen? I have not. Uh, you would, I probably you should. Would, you would love it. Really you, uh, yeah. you too, Elliot. Jimmy, Sounds I, like it. I can't speak for you. I, I know you don't give a shit about comic are books. There Nazi, are there Nazis the good or the bad guys in this story? <laughs> They're the bad guys. They're still mm. the bad guys. Hard <laughs> pass then. Thank you, though. Uh, hey, I want to give you another update from our live stream yesterday. Uh, as, as we were leaving, we all, we all noticed that uh, our friend Susie had uh, fallen oh, yes. asleep oh, yeah. uh, during it. And was still asleep when we ended the show. And we uh, uh, got an email. Uh, she's okay. Just fell asleep. <laughs> so uh that we, was we, uh, we felt that she was all right because we did see her shift in her sleep yes. a little bit yeah uh, i think she, she was had, i think uh, she was lying down and she had propped her ipad or whatever laptop or something uh, right next to her and so we had like a pretty close shot of her sleeping uh of her face and shoulder and you i feel like i could kind of see her her body rising up and down with the yes and then the, she, she shifted a little bit at one point yeah uh, this email says that uh, she just had work, was working crazy hours and mm. that she uh w- w- was very much looking forward to the live stream and hearing four guys bust each other's balls um <laughs> and uh but sadly the the work took a lot of uh, uh mental and physical toll on her so she just uh as much as she loves the show fell asleep and uh Look, I get it. I, I fell asleep during it. Uh, my own sentence uh, <laughs> today. So I, I, I'm well, well aware of what this show can do to you. I fell asleep at the end of a soccer, watching a soccer game yesterday. And it was, I think I got, at least and I seem, we feel like we may have gotten some, uh, some mild food poisoning from a, from a delivery. Uh, oh no. Yeah. Because we were both kind of like zonked. Um, like so yeah it, it, I, I chalk it up to that more than the how boring and one side of the soccer game was where like the u.s men beat trinidad and tobago seven to nothing so little... i mean i used to play soccer and i fell asleep so i'm not sure i, know, I agree with I your know. assessment yeah, i know it's boring to you i mean some would some would say it's fun to watch the u.s uh, score seven goals against a tiny island from the caribbean but, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a high scoring game yeah but it, eventually it's like we get it we're much better right. <laughs> this is, doesn't need to happen <laughs> Um, uh, and Matt, uh, this food poisoning, did you have other, uh, uh, signs of this? That's yeah. Yeah. I didn't, asking. I didn't want to get, I, I steered away from it cause I didn't really want to get into that. I, I know, I know you don't want to hear about it. I don't like talking about it. So, well, I just wanted to make sure that somebody didn't just think so, well, Matt felt a little tired. So he thought it was food poisoning. I just want to make clear no, no. there were, there were other, there's still, yeah, there were, there were the, the, the typical symptoms that go along. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and again, uh, was it uh, not a not a serious like it was a it was relatively like I no one threw up is what I'm saying. But um, but it was still. Can you give us, please, the brand and food that you had? I was it Glade Linen? I don't want <laughs> I don't want to because I like this place and I, I feel bad. Uh, like, I, you know how even though everyone understands that happens sometimes and you can't 
necessarily help it. Although you would imagine it would happen less if the people at the place have masks and gloves on and and everything's going, everyone's doing everything the right way, then it maybe shouldn't happen as much. But I I guess it could still happen. It could be in the food. I don't know. I don't know what caused it, but uh, maybe it was like an interaction between something else you ate. It could be that mm-hmm. and not necessarily the yeah maybe because if it's never happened before yeah yeah i i've never had a problem with this place and i, I like this place a lot but and uh, the place is what <laughs> uh it's um it's is called it taco bell <laughs> no it's not a place near, near a target <laughs> yeah. uh-oh. uh-oh okay i admit it we ate glade linen uh for dinner <laughs> not a good idea yeah it's not a good right idea the thing do not ingest it just yeah. like it seemed cool. like i will it tell would... you something the the odor in my house is such that you could cut it and take a bite out of it that's how <laughs> strong the glade linen odor is yeah um, um, well, at the, the risk uh, of being producery, I think this is a, a good transition because yesterday you asked us about Saturday Night Live. Oh, yeah. I watched it. And uh, I, I think that there's an apropos aspect of that episode that uh, perhaps you wanted to bring up. No, the, the thing I wanted to bring up was just there was one really, really great joke in the monologue, in the news, I mean, uh, that was the weekend update that I was just like, sometimes a joke is just so perfect. You're just like damn it which one was nice it because i thought there were a lot of great jokes in yeah no I'm, I'm not saying there weren't other ones but to me it was <laughs> and i'm i don't even remember I, I should have gone back and got like let me get this right but uh, maybe you guys can remember it better than i did it was just about getting susan b anthony on the 20 dollar bill and uh michael uh, t- uh, tubman i'm sorry Harry, i'm sorry harriet tubman, harriet tubman. Oh, my, yeah susan b anthony was in my head for we were watching something about coin like someone was collecting coins oh it was it was the goldbergs um uh so that's why her name was in my head yes the the harriet tubman on the 20 dollar bill was the was the story and <laughs> what was the what was the joke it was something to the effect of uh train you can't wait to you know roll oh. roll one up and 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 ride an underground rail or do some underground rails or do some s- underground yes. rails yeah perfect joke i agree with you 100 percent agree with you yeah it was great. perfect joke by, by the way i thought that the uh the opening, uh, the cold open was fantastic with uh, what 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 still works. Yeah. I yes. thought it was great. Yeah. And then I don't know if you guys have watched the. Um, uh, oh, my God, I can't I can't pull her name all of a sudden. Uh, the thing with Scorsese and oh, help me. Yeah, dude, no, I, I haven't. I, I seriously thought I said to Elise, this sketch is really just written for me and you, because I don't think I didn't think anyone else was watching that show, which I actually I love. It. It's it's Fran Lebowitz. Uh, it's called right. uh, Pretend It's a City or something. Is that what it's called? Uh, it's called Pretend. It, now, listen, I will count. I will point. I will point counterpoint you. I will never watch more than one episode of that. Um, <laughs> I loved her when she was a guest on letterman and stuff like that i yeah, thought she sure. was great yeah but when you watch this to me she's a hacky comedian yes that has that borowitz vibe to her that you're allowed yes. to think she's great and so that sketch first of all it's the funniest thing kyle mooney's ever done in the history of his life <laughs> it was amazing he was we literally the three of us and oliver hadn't even watched the Leibowitz thing mm-hmm. uh Danielle and I could not stop laughing at how great it was because Martin Scorsese laughs at her like he's never heard comedy before and he's not even hearing comedy then. It's like, hey, people are looking down at their phones, but they should be looking up at the world. And he falls out of his chair like he's Arsenio Hall. And and, uh, and Bowen Bowen Yang's impression of Friendly Lewis was also great. Like it was such a right. weird. Uh, it was it was very it like was. subtle but perfect. Like it was so good. Yeah, that show. It, it's it's like. 
it's like watching a YouTube video. It's it's not good, but it's just very like watchable and like it, there's really almost nothing to it. It's basically just Fran Lebowitz talking. I mean, she's just basically like you said, she's just sort of making hacky observations and then sort of telling stories. Like she she has a zillion amazing stories. She's lived she's been in the in the middle of like the the New York uh, sort of arts and and society scene since the '60s, so she know she's known everybody. Right. It's like you you would think this would be like a wellspring of incredible stories, but instead she's just like, ah, I got something stuck on my shoe. New York, <laughs> that, that's it. And, and Marty and Scorsese f- again. I, I, to use the right. Arsenio analogy, he gets up out of his chair, he does a little circle, <laughs> he, he, he his his propeller beanie zips off and comes back on his head. Like he laughs. Yeah. Like again. He's never heard somebody tell a joke before. The, it's crazy. The, be, the best part of that of 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 that whole thing is when he's laughing so hard he rips the fake eyebrows off of him and just starts waving them. You can't around. even control him. It was really funny. It was really, really yeah. funny. Yeah. God uh, damn it! I'm, I'm glad that you like because I really felt like the, you could tell the audience was kind of like I don't know what this is. They didn't get it because yeah. of course they, no. Who would watch that? Like I don't even know why I clicked on it. It's such a random thing on YouTube. I mean. On, on Netflix, but um, but I do actually the thing about Pretend It's a City, particularly that's called that because th- that was the thing I was like I think Elliot would like this because her whole thing is like how again this is very hacky stand up but but <laughs> but it's also kind of a, a, a thing that we can all relate to and and be frustrated by but she was basically saying how in New York. Uh, you know, you, you used to at least be able to walk down the street and everybody was sort of knew the deal with walking down the street. But now, since everybody's looking at their phone, they just bump into you. And her whole thing is like, hey, why don't we let's pretend it's a city, pretend it's a city. And there's other people other than you <laughs> oh. on walking down the sidewalk. And and then now what now? How would you act? <laughs> and I was just like, that's such an Elliot <laughs> thing to say. <laughs> but Matt, I did like it. going. Imagine going to the improv and somebody does those all the all of her observations in a 10 minute set. Yeah. You, you would be like, why is this guy not in a skinny tie with rolled up sleeves? Yeah. It would be that. I know. And again, I used to love her when she was on Letterman because yeah, seven minutes of that seemed like plenty. Well, that's the thing. Like it, there's I still like her. Like, I think that's why it works for me, even though I recognize that it's not like she's not breaking any new ground comedically. Right. But I, it's it's the same thing that I do think Borowitz gets away with and a lot of people in that sort of new york humorist category get away with which is uh when you're not presenting yourself as a comedian you can say things like that and it it doesn't have to meet the same bar you know what i mean 100 so like oh yeah it's it's a it's a trick that you're like oh i didn't expect you to be trying to be funny so therefore i'm a little bit more surprised than i would have been if i had been told here comes the funniest person you've ever seen doing comedy and then that's that's the result of it but so to me it's just like a cranky old lady which i like i mean i'll listen to a cranky old lady it's fun Uh, i do think she has funny in her bones by the way i think she's a person that does know what funny is and it does it it gets more anecdotal i feel like i have i've only watched like maybe three or four but she gets more into stories than the later ones which i or at least the ones i've seen after the first one the first one almost had no anecdotes and i was like what are you doing but then she starts talking about like hanging out with charles mingus and and uh how she met duke ellington through him and just like good stories and so like i'm right. there for story like she's got crazy stories from being like i said um, <laughs> she like hung out with warhol so like of course she has good right. stories I literally was just laughing at Kyle Mooney again. It, it, <laughs> I, just, I literally, I could not control myself laughing at him. 
God, that was funny. Yeah. That's it. Uh, but also uh, Leibowitz, like a lot of times, isn't she like talking about things that matter too? Maybe. Yeah. Uh, well, no, no, no. Not, I'm just saying like when she's, when she's on Letterman or whatever it is, like they may talk about something that's important and then yeah, yeah. she will then, yes. so when you're doing that and then you find a, a, a funny thing when you're actually getting information that's important, like that, that also I think emphasizes mm -hmm. and, and makes, makes her more entertaining. Uh, by the way, to, to Matt's point, uh, uh, you know, we I shit on Borowitz all the time, as does anybody that's really in comedy. Um, but he he gets one out of ten. One out of ten is fantastic, and you got to give him that one out of ten. But he did one over the weekend, I think, uh, recently that was a it, like he should. It wasn't even up to his standard. That's how bad it was. <laughs> and somebody that I that I know and and like put on their Facebook page, I love Borowitz, and quoted <laughs> that one. And I was like, that's the one you quoted. <laughs> of all the, he okay again. Occasionally he'll hit the he'll hit the dartboard, but this one wasn't even like the dart didn't even leave his hand. That's how shitty it was, and that's the one that you chose. I love Borowitz, and then I don't even know how to react to this person anymore when I see them. Mm. I don't know how to have a conversation <laughs> with them if I ever run into them again. Is there a way without tipping your hand to find out if they were being sarcastic? <laughs> I that's a great point. But this person is not a sarcastic. Because I do have uh, my friend Tammy and my friend Kevin on Facebook will go, he did it again. Like they'll do <laughs> right, that right. for Borowitz. Yes. And it's, you know, him I, with his. Yeah, I feel like Todd Levin used to do that too, maybe. Uh, uh, all right, listen, before we take a break, Matt, you have some mail there, do you not? I do, yeah. Hold on. There's this theme song for this and everything. Elliot, would you please uh, send a little message there? Sure, sure. The mail is here. The mail is here. The mail is here. 69. Up top, my brother. The mail is here. Mm, borrow it sucks. All right. All right. Well, this is uh, this is uh, just a little, uh, it looks like a little card. You know, it's got, it's got a Santa stamp on it. So I assume this is a very timely Christmas card. <laughs> Let's find out. Oh no! It's maybe it's a thank you note. This says thank you. Maybe it's a, maybe somebody had a leftover stamp. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. So it's, it's, a, thank it's, you a, card. it's a thank All you right. note, uh, and I don't know what this part is. Maybe I should open the thank you note first. All right, handwritten note, like the old days, guys. Oh boy, am I going to mm -hmm. be able to read this handwriting? Uh oh, uh, is it from Oliver? The, ha <laughs> <laughs> the handwriting. I guess the, it's the it's the signature. I'm a little unclear on, but the handwriting is fine. Hi, NNF friends. I've been a listener since season one. Around episode three is when I found NNF, and I just wanted to thank you for all the years of entertainment. I also want to thank you for using your platform to support anti-racism by consciously choosing to amplify black voices. In the time after George, George Floyd's murder, Jimmy made a comment that he felt it was incumbent upon the show to do its part by bringing in more people of color and your and and your follow through has not gone unnoticed. For this, I choose to make a gift in honor of the show to a fund that supports diversity in tech in Boston. Happy holidays. I want to say Cynthia Belke. That, that doesn't, I mean. It kind of sounds familiar. Boy, oh boy. I wish I could. Is it Charlie Belknap? <laughs> it could be. It could be Charlie <laughs> Belknap. I mean, I, yeah, it, the, the, um, the, the last name, because you know my signature of the last name just looks like a B and a bunch of nothing. Um, but and there's uh, no there's no return address on the envelope. On there the is not. No, I, I I looked there. So I might I might need to cross reference this with our subscriber list. I don't know. But uh, yeah, this is great. This is uh, I'm trying to see if this maybe the donation thing because she included that. 
Cynthia Beltry. Ah, Cynthia Beltry. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's, she's it's in on the here. fan group. Okay, cool. Nice. There we go. Um, Match the Beltry, huh? That would be the name of her fantasy baseball team. <laughs> and a good one. That's a good that's name, a good, by the way. That would be a that's great, a great one. fucking fantasy baseball name. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, I got to kick somebody out of the fantasy league and get Cynthia in just so that she can have that team. <laughs> Boy, that's a great name. Great God damn it! That's a great fantasy baseball team. Name. So I guess this is if, you, if anyone else wants to check out this uh, this charity. It's called Hack Diversity Fund, uh, and uh, like she said, yeah, it's it's supporting diversity in tech in the Boston area. It sounds pretty cool. Uh, you can go to tbf.org. Maybe uh, I'm trying. I'm just reading between the lines here of like what this donations at tbf.org was is is on here, but there's no other real info. So that's very cool. Thank you, Cynthia. That's very cool. Thank you, Cynthia. Yes, absolutely. All right, let's take a break. And Scott Ackerman is going to be joining us. Here comes another white dude to talk to us. (laughs) (laughs) And perfect timing. Perfect timing to bring on. Uh, I appreciate her noticing because we certainly are trying. And we've, by the way, as I've said over and over, we've always been trying. It's a matter of, you know, who says yes, who says no, who's interested, who's not interested, who we have access to, so on and so forth. So, uh, you know, we've always been trying and we will continue to do that. I, I just it's it's you know, we, we do we send the email, I think, once a week. But we still for some reason, Richard Pryor will not write back. So it's a little <laughs> insult. At a certain point, you start taking oh, it personally. Yeah, I've been taking it personally since day one, buddy. So uh, I don't know what that fucking guy's problem is with us, but he's got one. There's no doubt. I mean, look, we're not for everybody. I get it. I I. I feel like it's my job to say that Richard Pryor's dead. What? No, no, you're mistaken. Someone just needs to light a fire under him to get that answer. Oh, oh boy. Wow. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. If oh, I'm, if... Garen, I'm not kidding. I would take off your headset <laughs> and just accept the trophy you'll receive one day and then move along because that... That, that that's it you're done you're done you're never you're never gonna say anything funnier than that ever <laughs> ever no seriously i've got about seven years of experience working with you and you never say something funnier than that it is the funniest thing he's ever said and yet our reaction was to wince it's, yes it's too funny to laugh at that's the that's the it's pinnacle that. of it's, comedy uh, yeah <laughs> The hot wing was so hot, it wasn't hot. And that's right. that's right. what that was. Yeah. Yep. Ghost, ghost pepper comedy. <laughs> exactly. Uh, that's him. It, it, by the way, if that was you, if you had called yourself that, you would be changing your title behind you. Sure. Uh, uh, all right. Scott Arkham is going to be joining us here. Uh, as I was saying, we got the Oliver's trivia question. Uh, we've also got some stupid questions of the week that we're going to get to. And uh, of course, uh, Scott always has something on his mind. So we'll deal with that. And we uh, uh, mind here as well. So we'll uh, deal with that. Uh, Scott will be here. I, I didn't mean that in the pejorative. Uh, we'll be back right after this. Uh, listen, this is, you, you know, this, uh, Belknap and, and Hochberg and myself, we love the factor meals. In fact, Garen Cockrell's gotten on board with the factor recently. Yeah, he's into it. I we, mean, who wouldn't like it? And once you try it, you go, Hey, this is good stuff. Once you factor, you can't go back there. Yeah. It's like that old Yo Gabba Gabba song. Try it. You'll like it. I never was on board with Yo Gabba Gabba. <laughs> And nothing has changed as I've gotten older. Yeah, in the, in the imagine, sixteen years since I've watched it, I've not gotten on board. I imagine it do, doesn't age well. It was very of the moment and very. I think it was hipster. very of the pre me. Like I think it was hipster even prior to me. What? Like before I had a kid. It, oh, yeah, it, it sure. was prior to Oliver's. Where I don't. I don't know if it's even still around. I hope not. We don't have time to talk about it. <laughs> what's no, going on? With we're here to talk it. about factor. Yeah. Although you know what. Pop a factor into the microwave. Two minutes later, this baby's ready. Uh, you sit down. 
Watch some Yo Gabba Gabba. <laughs> sure. Enjoy your factor. Yeah. Right? Get in there. Get the Wiggles out. That's somebody else, right? No, that, oh, no that's them. Get your sillies out. Get your sillies out. Yeah. Wiggles are another kid's thing. Yeah. And those guys, I got no, I got no truck with those guys. Good. Uh, they've got over 35 different meals, more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week. Various different, you know, look, if you want chicken, they got chicken. You want a beef thing, they got beef thing. You want to bump up to a to a gourmet meal, they got mm. filet mignon. Mm. They've got, uh, they, they had lobster the other day. Oh, my God. You know, they got all, this, all sorts of things over that. there. They got delicious things over there. Head to factormeals.com slash part 050. Use code part 050 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That is code Pardo50 at factormeals.com slash Pardo50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Factor, good food, fast. Hey, whether you have a small business or a big business, we know that uh, finding the right crew to surround yourself with is not easy to do. Well, here's a way to make that a little bit easier for you. Thank you to our friends, Zip Recruiter. Zip, zip. ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo is the way to try ZipRecruiter right now for free. Just head over there. You know what? Even if you're not hiring, go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. Check it out. It doesn't cost you anything. Just take a look at that. Just Yeah, if you always had an idea of like, I, you know, I could I could start a small business, mm-hmm. maybe hire a couple of people. We could, you know, get this thing off the ground. Get, let's, let's make some widgets. Just go on there and see how easy it would be to hire the people you would need. What do you need? Like a an accountant? Mm-hmm. Uh, I do. You need a personal assistant? I do. You need a... I, well, I don't know, like a graphic designer, maybe. I do. Okay. Well, wait, are you are you starting a business? <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, what is it? I should tell you that. I, by the way, I have all three of those things. Yes. I said I do two, three things. I actually do not need at the moment. <laughs> uh, but I am starting a business. I am selling bike chains. Oh. Strictly bike chains. Just the chain. Bikechains.com. Huh. It's my business. Are you manufacturing them yourself? I've got a team. Oh. Got a team of folks. Where'd you uh, find those people? ZipRecruiter.com. Uh, yeah, you went on. You've said, "Look, I'm looking for me- yeah. metal, metal. What are the? What's that called? A metal worker? Um, Someone who ZipRecruiter knows how to find the people they that forge. For. They forge the the pieces that you then mm-hmm. put together into a chain. I got a, a nice group of kids out in the garage making these things. Okay, good luck. Uh, good, good luck to you. And uh, by the way, if there is such a thing as BikeChain.com, uh, I don't own that. <laughs> so don't don't write the owner of that. That's your competitor. Thinking that it's me. What did I say? No, no, I don't know. I'm just saying in real life, that's your competitor. Uh, yes. So do not go there. Don't, don't support him. Don't not go there. And do not send that person emails uh, <laughs> thinking that you're writing me and having fun. Uh, I don't even know if it's a real thing. Uh, it but, probably is. But it probably is. And you know what? I think i got to get into the bike chain game. Yeah, you do. Uh, the way to do that is through ZipRecruiter. If you're hiring, ZipRecruiter is the way to do it. Once again, go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the program, episode 2724. Now, big doings going on now. We've been joined by one of the one of the legends, the comedy <laughs> scene, one of the legends of Los Angeles, Orange County, originally. We welcome oh in our friend from You're Comedy Bank. really reductive, just on the comedy scene, first of all. Not even well, in comedy, just the scene of it. Just the scene. And then Los you, Angeles, and then the scene. down to Orange County. Oof. <laughs> Listen, there's nobody funnier in Orange County than Scott Aukerman. <laughs> and we're thrilled that he's uh, joining us from Orange County right now. He, he, uh, you Now, being from Orange County, Scott, you haven't worn a mask since this pandemic started. Right? <laughs> no, of course not. I don't believe in it at all. <laughs> good for you. No, I, uh, I, I, I got good news right as we went on the air. I got the alert that my uh, mother just got her vaccination at, uh, at Disneyland. Great. Nice. Just literally, uh, like, they gave me a text alert saying uh, that she got it. So, awesome. great. And they do it on the Guardians of the Galaxy ride there, right? Is that <laughs> yeah, what they, uh, of course. <laughs> 
Uh, Scott, my dad got his on Friday and my in-laws are getting theirs tomorrow. So this is uh, I'm with you. It is uh, for some reason. It's not me yet, but it's still exciting when it's happening. It's exciting. It's like, you know, I was saying to my sister because she was saying, well, how did you get your mom an appointment? And I was saying it's like a mystery without any clues. You know, you you have no idea how it's happening. You know, right. so yesterday I got a text alert saying there's now an appointment available for Linda. And I happened to be right by the computer and I rushed on and there were like tons of appointments available for today. So I just like booked her one really quick. But it's awesome. there's no rhyme or reason why anyone gets them. But it feels like it's getting closer, mm-hmm. you know, to us. Yeah. Um, it, uh, to you, certainly, thing. Jimmy. Well, <laughs> in terms of, I will be the first age. of this batch to get them. There's no question. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, uh, by the way, I insulted a gentleman. I was making some small talk with a neighbor the other day, and I said, uh, "Well, you're you're not over 65, right?" And he goes, "I'm 52." Like, oh, fuck. <laughs> like I mean, but to think this guy's younger than me, like if you saw the two of us together, you'd go, "Hey, are you and your dad having a nice day?" Like he looks that old, <laughs> really? and I thought I was yeah. being nice by saying, "Well, you're not over 65." Well, thank you very much. I'm 77. I thought that was going to be a way it was going to go. Yeah. Interesting. What does he do? Like what profession? Does it uh, age him? Is he president? <laughs> he, <laughs> he's the president of the homeowners association. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, that does he's take those four years. <laughs> uh, he has Surgery? a plastic molding company or something. I don't know what that means. Okay. Yeah. It's guys like that. You know, they go, you know, nine to five at this, you know, piece of shit job i don't mean to cast aspersions on the plastics industry but no, no dustin you know hoffman that, told know us it was the future, the future right yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's true according to uh, jimmy stewart and it's a wonderful life hee-haw oh that him too yeah god that's... Oh, i was doing the guy uh, the the graduate yeah is that oh, not plastics yeah. mm-hmm. that's is right it plastics and it's a wonderful life it is yeah that's the, it is yeah yeah interesting uh, that gra- the graduate would steal it from wow. It's a Wonderful Life. Also, it's interesting that in the 30 years between those two movies, they were still thinking plastics is just around the corner. <laughs> like, <it's still laughs> like nothing else was invented. <laughs> Hasn't now happened it would be yet. computer chips or something. Right, right. Or tortilla chips. Um, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It's also, the other, the other one is uh, construction workers, too. You see a construction worker, and that guy's out in the sun working hard for 10 hours a day and it's like wow your skin's different than my i haven't done a single thing in my life skin <laughs> right <laughs> you know, that guy's worked his hands are like leather leathery hands but it turned to silk when they touch your back you've been thinking about these a lot <laughs> oh yeah uh, i paint a picture there's no question about it uh scott Auckman's here of course the comedy bang bang podcast still going strong uh Stronger right scott everything's, ever. everything's okay with the with the bang bang right Yeah, everything's great. I mean, I I talked about it a little. We just had our best ofs uh, in December. And those are the times where Paul F. Tompkins and I talk as ourselves. And we sort of like, you know, pull the curtain and let you see the process behind the show. And we talk about the characters actually being fake and, you know, stuff that we don't do during the normal year. And I, I talked about it a little bit about how tough this year has been for the show. It's just, uh, you know, when we've on March 16th, I think I taped my last show in the studio. And then I went into lockdown on March 17th or 18th because I read an article of like, oh no, people who are 40 uh, are dying. (laughs) I was like, oh, I thought this was... So I haven't been back since then, but it's been a real struggle to get a good process together, which I'm sure you guys have have, um, been going through as well. Um, And there were months where I was just like, yeah, maybe I just wait this out, you know? Mm -hmm. And then it's, it's gone on so long, you know? So, 
Uh, but now we're, we have a really good process, I think. And um, the producers uh, who have really stepped up and made sure that, you know, it wasn't taking me 48 hours to edit these episodes, you know. Um, so it's been great. Yeah, it's it's been good. really funny. Mm -hmm. And you're not going into the studio at all, right? Is, no. You're, you're at home? Okay, great. I know um, the studio is open and they say, hey, we're here, you know, and it's sanitary. But I, I'm just like, if you're indoors, how sanitary are we talking? <laughs> you know, I mean, there's a guy like Jimmy coughing, you know. And <laughs> right. And I'm in my properties in my own home. That's because, uh, Scott, you don't know this. I, uh, I, over, uh, I overdid it. I actually didn't overdo it. It's just potent. I, a carpet cleaner, which is... Uh, ruining our house it's going through our house like the thing or the fog it's really going through the house like the fog mm -hmm. where eventually it's going the fog to, the mist yeah. what, what, what are we going through the house like uh all, all of it some some sort of uh, monster is coming after this is a uh, invisible uh, what's going on uh, with the carpets why why are they uh so unclean I decided to freshen them up a little bit with uh, some glade linen scented uh thing and uh again used it very sparsely but enough to uh, ruin our house i believe i believe the house will have to be burned to the ground uh, we have <laughs> the only um we 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 moved into our place a year and a half ago at this point or no not even that like a year and a, three months and we got a nice white carpet for the living room and the minute i saw it i was like oh no not a white carpet <laughs> you know i didn't do any of the decorating or anything like that so of course our dogs just shit all over it and within five months we were like okay well we have to replace it i was like please let's get a darker carpet right it and cool ups like yes okay no problem it comes <laughs> it is the lightest of grays it's like it's off-white practically uh-huh and we've put up like barriers so our dogs can't get in there and they have figured out that they can just push them aside and so another carpet is just like ruined from diarrhea it's just like oh no what are you what's feeding going on with your those dogs? dogs i'm more concerned about their digestive systems well i yeah uh, every once in a while someone will send us these treats that we go oh let's try them out and then diarrhea <laughs> city <laughs> so yeah it's just not not worth it um so i guess we're in a cycle where we buy new carpet every three or four months not or not carpet but a rug so mm -hmm. i don't know uh yeah. now listen i know you guys did some tech stuff before i uh, when i was in the bathroom during the break uh if i may i'm having trouble actually seeing scott uh through scott so is there a way for scott to change his <laughs> background right, to a more? i will <laughs> that was uh, i mean i didn't see any problem with it i thought it looked fine yeah he just looks like the man with two heads or whatever i don't know which one to look at look at the other one <laughs> <laughs> for the audio listener, Scott was using one of his many famous uh, Never Not Funny studio portraits where he's giving the double peace sign. I assume in, <laughs> in honor of my background. Yeah, that's that was in honor of this show. Yes. Oh, I thought I it was to, I thought it was in honor of Richard Nixon, your your fellow Orange oh, County native. <laughs> oh, the actual pose. Yes. Yeah. The Yorba Linda's <laughs> own Richard Nixon. <laughs> yeah. yeah uh, I, hey, speak. Oh, sorry. Go, go, ahead. go ahead, Matt. Oh, I was just going to say that the, the Orange County has a lot of uh, great exports like Scott and Richard Nixon and Tiger Woods. Like there's just so many, so many wonderful, so many great, <laughs> wonderful human beings. John Wayne. Yeah. Uh, now, listen, you, uh, Matt, what, what I was going to say very quickly is, uh, and I think this is um, uh, speaks uh, highly of your uh, photographic prowess. Yeah. Uh, so often I will see an interview like uh, it'll be uh, uh, a, a, an interview with Aisha Tyler and the photograph they use for it is the one from that you took out in the hallway. Yeah, um, it, it, it happens more often than not when I'll see that I go, hey, I recognize that. Yeah, I recognize that. Hey, my friend yeah. probably should be getting money for that. <laughs> I, I know. I really realized too late that I should have been watermarking those pictures in some way. Just even if it just said never not funny in the corner. 
uh, that would probably have helped. But uh, I'm too that lazy. Should have done it. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, you blew it, man. I you did. blew it. Yep. You Hello. could start today. Nah, he yeah. blew it. It's too late. <laughs> this is too late. <laughs> he should not take already is using that one. Well, yeah. uh, also, uh, Matt hasn't used his camera. Well, I guess you did at the, at the, in the parking lot shows. You've used the camera, yeah. but otherwise. So I've used that camera three times in the last year. <laughs> is that how many we did? Three or four? Investment. Five. We did five of them. Oh, okay, yeah. God, that seems like. Hey, it seems like a million years ago that we were that it was summer and we were doing one episode a month in the parking lot, and it didn't seem like we had done that many. But you're right; I guess it was like for five months. Andy Daly, Oscar Nunez, Scott Ackerman, uh, uh, Sona, and Rachel. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's five. That's, uh, Is that, there's that there's that? And those I are you chose figure. those you booked those people because those are the people in your uh, MCI five. You're you're right. You're that's right. Five. <laughs> <laughs> I do not want to waste a single uh, uh, minute of calling on somebody outside of that. Uh, those five. I thought that was pronounced that 2014. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> or 1014. Oh, I got the math wrong. Oh, no. Oh, geez. This is what happens anyway. in, in, a, in a pandemic. Your brain starts to deteriorate. Yeah. Hi, Jimmy. <laughs> Scott, how is uh, your beautiful wife doing? We had her on the program not that long ago. I what is it about every time I come on this show, you talk about cool up? What is going she's on wonderful here? And you're a fucking dud. How about that? That's the reason. She's great. And when I was on the, the podcast-a-thon, that's all you wanted to talk about. <laughs> like, I have nothing going on. Like, we're not friends. We, we don't text I, each other once every two months. <laughs> Absolutely. And as I said to your beautiful wife, I, I've yet to listen to that Deep Purple album, even though you recommended it. And it seems to fall in my wheelhouse. I don't know why I haven't done it yet. The, the one single. Just listen to the one single. That's all. You all right. Uh, you didn't like the whole album? Five minutes of your day. I, uh, to be fair, I probably did not listen to the whole album. All right. But um, yeah. What are we talking about? Kulop? Jeez. I think your wife. Yeah, we're going to talk about, about She's fine. Right. Hang on a second. Now, guys, you think she's great, too, right? Don't you guys think she's oh, yeah. just terrific? Yeah, she's the best. Ray of, Ray of she's sunshine. the best, right? Why, she, she, she sits there and laughs like an idiot at whatever you say. <laughs> Who yeah. doesn't like that? Like these guys? It's what we want. That's, that's like what these, we want. Like <laughs> these guys? <laughs> Come is on, the, uh, Scott. <laughs> is she around? <laughs> Matt, I'm realizing. Are you down on the bottom? Because no, you're on the top for me. Yeah, I did that for, for a joke oh, okay. for no one, really, because it makes no sense. You're more like yeah. that way. You're to- yeah, I'm a bottom. You're a top. As yeah, as we're talking about fucking. Now, I guess. I get yeah. Um, she's good, Jimmy. Thank you for asking. I mean, well, she, good. You know, you know what? Fine. Listen, I think she's terrific, and I always like to check in. How's the family doing? I would have said family, but we know Kulop. We can't just do the generic. Hey, how's the family going? Yeah, that's true. Um, how's your family going? By the way. None of your business. You mind your business about my family. <laughs> um, it, do you guys, I mean, I cannot imagine being, I know this is probably well-trod territory on the show, but I cannot imagine being a kid and having this happen. I mean, I, mm. just like one year of your life, at least just like, you know, kind of gone. It's, it's, you know, where you can't do anything you like. My, we are my, coming up on the, to your point of, of the lockdown. And uh, I mean, we're coming COVID up on one year. One year yeah. of yeah. them not going to school and seeing their friends. That's yep. crazy. so crazy. I can't imagine that happening to me. I mean, yeah. not that I had a ton of friends, but I'm sure I had one or two that I would talk to. It's just so nuts. I mean, and how old is he? Was he in junior high or is he in? He's in eighth no. grade, 13 years old. Yeah. Eighth grade. Okay. Yeah. So he, he was going to be in junior high or he already was last year? Uh, he started uh, last year. Are these 
questions making you uncomfortable? <laughs> no, not at all. Do you want to understand the structure of school, Scott? It goes middle school is sixth, seventh, eighth, and then you go to high school, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Which that's so weird to me because that is not how I grew up with school working. Me neither. Me neither. No, sixth was uh, was grade school for me. Was it was the yeah. top was the top of elementary school? Yeah, the tippy top where we were just kings and cock of the walk. <laughs> and then a, what? Then you go to the next year. Nope. That's a little. Nope, isn't no that thanks. a little dicey though? Because like by sixth grade, some kids have hit puberty, and now you're you got you're around all, like you're 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 like. Where's a, your a, research on this? <laughs> I, oh, I remember what, there was one kid in my did sixth you, grade class. Did you who, have that deep voice when you were eleven? I. You know, my voice did change in sixth grade actually. Wow. Uh, somewhere around there, but there was another kid in my sixth grade class who was a man. He was a full man. Like he looked like Whoa. Patrick Swayze. It was crazy. <laughs> uh, and uh, we had, it was uh, scary. Uh, uh, Fred Sandoval was was our version of that. Where it's like, uh, why is that? Why is that grown up hanging out with those children? Like it was that that yeah. crazy. And that was in sixth grade. I mean, maybe you're making a good point about, you know, is six, should sixth grade be the cutoff where just, you know, but then there would be some people who are so little that does throughout happen. sixth, yeah. seventh and even eighth, probably, mm -hmm. you know, I don't know. You a, maybe it's when you hit puberty, then you go to a different school. Like the day <laughs> you show up and they're like, oh, okay, you're ready. Ah, they smell hair. your underarms. You're like, oh, stinky. All right. Yep. Go to the school. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, to answer your question, it's, uh, uh, it's tough for the kids <laughs> are you are you doing anything special like are you putting on like never not funny live shows um, <laughs> for oliver <laughs> for him yeah, yeah. <laughs> gather on we're doing a program <laughs> daddy's uh, doing a show this is more for you daddy than it is for me <laughs> no no son this is good for you you're enjoying this uh, practicing what you, now here comes cajun jimmy let's see what he says son <laughs> Uh, he loves it. He loves the show. Uh, we, but you know, we're doing a lot of drive-in movie theaters, and then we uh, we've been going oh, wow. out to Montclair to watch some uh, drive-in uh, 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 live music. Is what we've been doing. Oh, great! We've Have seen, you tried uh, the drive-in at the Arc? Is it the ArcLight here, or there? There's some parking lot thing, and it was so expensive. I was just like, Oh no, I will not do that one because of the price. It's ridiculously it's priced. It's ridiculous. It's crazy. Yeah. It's just for like, hey, rich people in town, do you miss going to a movie? Come on by. You know, it just seems yeah. like a scam. Hmm. Uh, but 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 uh, unlimited popcorn. Great. <laughs> it should be. It's two hundred dollars a car. It should be. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And and I mean, you at least have three people in your car. But like, you know, I make cool ups sit in the trunk. You know, <laughs> yeah, you gotta save, all, save all you can, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> did you uh, used to do that when you were did you have drive-ins in chicago i, I don't oh, know sure of course yeah summertime yeah. we all would go to the drive-in you try to uh, those you, are those months a, uh june to august or so yeah maybe uh made uh made it may through september <laughs> maybe may through october maybe in october mm -hmm. hmm. uh but you'd hop out of the car then you'd go to try to meet girls and that happened upwards of zero times <laughs> was there or, a uh, was there a playground uh, mm -hmm. yeah there's usually a playground yeah. yeah, you, you uh, got There used to be a playground, at least. <laughs> oh, hey, Madonna. <laughs> um, but you gotta, you gotta have that swing set so you can recreate that scene in Greece, where uh, <laughs> you know, Sandy. After, after Sandy slams the door on John Travolta's dick and cuts it off, I assume. 
<laughs> I did not get that from that. Boy, movie. I don't know if it went that far. That's a sharp handle. <laughs> I know I've talked about this before, but it's when I was a dick. kid, when I was a kid, I genuinely thought that's what happened in that scene that she slammed his the door. dick was sliced off. Yeah, because he reacts like he's like, oh, and I'm like, well, what else can you deduce from that reaction than his dick got caught in the door and then <laughs> was cut up clean dick up. investigator? <laughs> <laughs> the dick Sherlock Holmes. I blame dick Travolta's dick. over the top performance. But then what's funny is a second. Let me, let me slam a door handle into your balls and see how you react. <laughs> but like he's leaning over. Then let me slice off your like, dick and his, see how you react. His crotch is nowhere near the door. None of it makes any sense. It's cr- it's like what well, he was leaning towards her to, to kiss her. And then she like open. She g- jumps out the door and he like. So like it would have hit him in the head maybe. But like the fact that. So I, I just imagined an erect penis <laughs> getting, you know, like uh, the size so that it could actually reach the, the, the door jam. When you were a kid, you were imagining that. <laughs> yes, of course. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I, I went through the rest of that movie thinking, OK, so now <laughs> yes, Danny okay. has no penis. And then so then when he puts the sweater on and he's like trying to be more like her, I'm like, oh, this makes sense because his penis got cut off. He's got a cock. Yeah. At what point did you ever watch the movie again through that prism and, and realize, oh, no, I, I, I or, or or did when you grew up a little, you realized, what the fuck was I thinking I, I, about Greece? I think is when I like watched it again in college. I was like, oh, college. this wasn't li- he didn't literally get his dick cut off. It just was like, oh, my God. Was Elise there? Like Elise yeah. rolled up into your room third day of school, right? That's right. Yeah, that true. Yes. So she was. So she must have been like, "Hey, let's watch Grease." You're like that movie <laughs> where a guy gets his dick cut off. No, thank you. <laughs> what are you into? Well, that's the weird part. I didn't. I didn't remember it as that being the big. I just. I just. That's what I thought. And then I was like, "But it's still a fun movie." Like I didn't. It didn't. Sure. Didn't seem like a big He's deal. Dickless for the last third. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's but still who, is fun. But who cares? Yeah, it's no big deal. Uh, they so go together s- like little, 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 uh, you know what I've always, I think when I was a kid like I I think I put it in terms of like I guess I stopped thinking about it at some point <laughs> which is also like if you really thought that wouldn't you be dwelling on it for the rest of your life <laughs> horrify me uh, yeah, for years but yeah I think I was like you I know, know what? if I would get into a car again yeah <laughs> <laughs> I did I was very careful around car doors after that movie so I yeah you listen to Frankie Valley I wouldn't want the risk that no, it would happen no of course that's not. why his voice is so high he got his dick cut off <laughs> It was, a, it was a big thing in the 50s. Everybody was doing it. Yeah. They slice your dick, then they give you a recording contract. Yeah. That's how it worked in the 50s. Exactly. My Speaking of being wary around cars, my brother ran over my foot when I was <gasps> 13 oh, and broke my foot. Jesus. Holy shit. And he, he, he more like... He thought I was gone. He was driving. He had ju- he was just gotten his license, of course, and would drive like a fucking maniac. Like he would drive <laughs> 80 miles an hour down suburban streets, you know, to show off. And I'd be sitting there terrified. Um, but he dropped me off at the library, I think. And he thought I had le- I'd left and closed the door. And, the- and I hadn't. The door was still there. And my foot was right by the wheel. Oh, God. And he rolled onto it and then rolled back. I was like, ah, you're on my foot. Oh, God. And so then he rolled backwards, oh, back over it. Fuck. And then 
he was like, don't tell mom, don't tell mom. <laughs> and I was like, he's like, just walk it off. You're fine. Just walk it off. Just walk it off. Dude. And I was like, I think we got to tell her. I think we got to tell her. And, uh, yeah, it was broken. I was in a cast for the oh, entire no. summer. Oh, Jesus. Wow. Just, yeah. Horrifying. I always wondered what would happen. Like, would it just go lightly over the toes or would it, 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 it shatter bones? <laughs> yeah, it shatter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it multiple wow. multiple fractures or just like one bone broke? I don't remember. Oh. Maybe it was just one, but it, God, it so... certainly just, yeah, it felt just so... I mean, it, re it really hurt when it was happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it wasn't just like a boing. It, it yeah. just, you know, what was that magician that had someone drive over him, you know, and it was because they inflated the wheels and right. they were super light. And, yeah. Um, I don't remember that. I, I think I saw it in one of those magic explaining how they did magic trick specials that right. came out, you know, in the nineties or whatever. And they took right. one of those, those magicians had like a car drive over him and they said, Oh, okay. Well it's, and, and you would assume it's a, like the car is light. No, it's, they, they inflate the tires super high or something like that. So, so it that squishes. it just rolls right over you, yeah, you yeah. know? Um, but you need the tires to be relatively heavy if you're driving on a ground because it needs to grip the, the, uh, what do you call it? Ground pavement, ground, <laughs> yeah, the pavement, asphalt street. Sure. Any of these, depending on where these you're driving grass. How about the road? <laughs> sure. Sure. Off-roading. Sure. Dune buggies. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was, uh, it was, I, I also had just signed up to be a camp counselor. And so I had a broken leg the entire, <laughs> I was on crutches the entire camp. Oh, you still did it? Summer. Still did it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and figured out how to like, like sort of really run on crutches, you know, like mm -hmm. super fast. It kind of made me faster than if I were running. Okay. So. Stop bragging. This is getting I was, was so real fast. weird flex, man. <laughs> and now I'm really good at running. So I'm pretty fast now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no you didn't, know, yes, you didn't even need to say that part. We all know how fast you are. I could probably beat Oliver in a race. I don't know if that's braggy or not, but. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm I sure can tell you it is not same. at all. <laughs> I'm sure this is isn't like, this. Sorry. I was just going to say, I'm sure this isn't the same magician, but a fellow by the name of Charles Rowan uh, did an act where he was rolled over by a car. But apparently, like the way the act worked, if one little thing was wrong, it would be bad. And right. one time, one little thing was wrong. And the car ran right over him, severing his leg and ending his life right in front of a mortified audience. What? Holy shit. Wait, they were mortified and not shocked? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'm so ashamed of myself for watching this. This is in 1930. Jesus Whoa. Christ. Well, those are wooden yeah. wheels, right? Yeah. That probably, yeah. Um, speaking of magic, business. watch, if you have Hulu, watch uh, In and of Itself. Yeah. We did. Yeah, we discussed that, did uh, that. Uh, on uh, oh, the did. last program. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I saw it uh, live in the theater five years ago. And did you, did you, sorry. So you saw it live and you watched it. Uh, yes. Did you watch it on Hulu as well? Yes, I did, sir. And you think it holds up because I, I it kind of feels like, uh, now I did get very emotional at the end, uh, but it, it feels like, boy, if I was there, I'd be a mess. And this is just good. I, you know, I mean, it's, it's always interesting watching one of these kind of like stage production magic shows where essentially the guy has five tricks. And he's got to stretch it out over 90 minutes, you know, yeah. with like, so the brick, making the brick disappear is like, if he just did it in the time that it took to do the trick, it would be 90 seconds and you go, right. oh, I don't give a shit. So, you know, he's far more interested in the emotional resonance of the story that he's telling than the actual tricks, because there are really only five of them. 
Right. Um, so I, th- I thought it still held up. I think the, I actually think the going around and naming everyone section actually works better on film for whatever reason. Interesting. Um, in the theater, it was kind of like, oh, cool. Wow. But <laughs> they picked so many good takes of people getting emotional over it sure. for the film that it, it really kind of brought it to a new level, I think. Did he nail um, you? I mean, obviously, he yeah, nails yeah. it every time. It's a parlor trick. I mean, he, he's going to get it. Yeah, he got he got everyone, I think. Maybe he missed one. I'm not sure. And then I did it. What about Kulop? Cool did he get Kulop? Cool <laughs> how is she doing? Is she, how did, did, she, she, how did she, she react to it? What does she think of the show and the movie? Both. Do you wish that we could just swap this thing of me being on every season for her? Oh, Jesus. Wow, Maybe every other fun. season. That, that's not a bad idea, guys. Scott's on did, aren't, aren't my episodes well-liked? Oh, yeah. And, and they're they're well-liked, but... I mean, they're no cast and fans alike. They're yes. no cool, ops, <laughs> but not host alike. <laughs> <laughs> um, man, when cool ops on, it just goes to a different yeah, level. Don't I you think, fellas? <laughs> but I did ahead, sort Jim. of a deep dive into what I assume is the is the way he does that trick. Yes, which um, has actually helped me with my memory. Um, but it's it's essentially like they call it the mind palace. Mm-hmm. Um, and you have to make like word or like not word, but a uh, picture associations in your mind, um, of, of things and linking them together into one picture in your head helps you remember it. So basically uh, this is, this is how I guess how he does it, but every seat in the theater has, he's memorized, uh, a predetermined picture in his head for every seat already. So Seat one is the clown seat. Seat two is the rabbit seat. Et can I can I interrupt you, Scott, just so yeah. I understand? So out in the lobby, though, is where you get your you choose your little placard of yet. who you are. Yeah, that's not but, yet. That's that hasn't come into play yet. Can I also just say that I haven't watched this yet? So uh, so maybe oh, we should okay. maybe, maybe, let's not <laughs> Scott. Okay. Let's not discuss this. Okay. I don't want to. Yeah. Go no, I, I thought you had said that you'd seen it, Matt. No, I haven't watched it. Have you watched so, it? Garen? Yeah, let's hold off on going going uh, uh, deep, deep dive uh, so that okay, people can okay. just see this. Anyway, look it up. Just Thank look you. up Mind Palace and like mentalism, and you yeah. can kind of. There's okay. actually doesn't uh, doesn't uh, Sherlock doesn't uh, isn't there an episode of Sherlock where they talk about Mind Palace and they kind of go through the whole thing? Yeah, I mm-hmm. think so. I didn't really get it from that, but it really made me kind of lock into it where I was trying to remember like I for some reason I was on the Peloton the other day and I heard two songs I liked and I was like oh what are you Joe Biden oh there we go I've got a Peloton I'm the richest man in the world (laughs) I ride a a stationary bicycle look at me I'm on fucking top of the world I'm from Orange County you you do have a Joe Biden kind of thing about you has anyone ever told you that (laughs) do you think I could be the president I got a good opportunity I I got some ideas what are your ideas Uh, well, get rid of get rid of uh, college debt and uh, give people money during this pandemic. There's hey. the top of things. Do it. You almost said get rid of guns. I heard you go get rid of gun. And of and course, either guns. guns or gays. I couldn't quite tell. <laughs> Can't we do both? Here, here. Um, but I was trying to remember two songs that I heard that I liked, and I was like. Try, I was trying to remember their names. I was like repeating the names and it's, that's not good enough. So instead I combined them into one mental picture of, of the first, because they sort of, they could tell a story together. So I combined them and then that's really easy because you go, what was I trying to think of? And that mental picture gets in your head mm-hmm. and you go, Oh yeah. The rabbit on the cat or whatever. Yeah. Anyway, what were the what songs? song is that? Do I remember them now? I don't remember them now. This is like two weeks ago. Yeah, I guess it doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> you, it's, it's, it's all short term, by the way. Yeah, yeah. 
it, oh, because no, the, the only way to remember things long term is is through like emotional like the, you remember things that you have like very strong emotions tied to, you know, long term, but short term. Do you mean like if like, you, like if a if a car door cut your dick off, that kind of thing? <laughs> sure, yeah. So yeah. if you're studying for like the, the the bar for for your law degree, you should probably just I guess cut your dick off a bunch. Just, yeah, just that's, keep, right. just that, keep that's what I'm taking it. away from this episode. Keep slamming it. Do pe- do people though when they're studying for the bar do they remember it over long term because then. Or, or is it just a short-term thing that they're trying to get through and then they look it up in books later? I, I, I'm going to go with B. Yeah, me too. I think it is B. My, I, none of us have taken the bar, obviously. My dad did, though. Oh, and obviously. <laughs> <laughs> honestly, any of you could have said you've taken the bar and I would have been like, oh, okay. Yeah, all right. <laughs> well, there is a crazy amount of comedians that, that were lawyers before that they were comedians. Like who? Uh, well, Greg sadly, Giraldo. the gentleman who passed away, Greg Giraldo was. Yeah. Um, and I know like a bunch of guys that you, that didn't make it big right. enough to be in the vernacular, but that they were lawyers. Wow. But they're smart, sharp guys. Lawyers, Why, guns, yeah. money. A yeah, little, uh, Zivon. Yes. Go ahead, Elliot. Well, it, it seems to me that <laughs> I want to say when he took the bar in California, I think it was open book. Hmm. Mm. Because I, I thought think you were going to say open bar when you did it. Open bar. California. Yeah. It was open bar. It was an open bar bar. No, I an think open I want... book bar exam? Well, because here's the thing. You've seen, you've seen a, an attorney's library. How many books is that? Seven? So just knowing know. where to find a thing, <laughs> like that's a skill in and of itself. Mm-hmm. So it's not really that big of an advantage to, have, to have access. On Hulu now. <laughs> Are you an investor in this thing, Scott? <laughs> no, he just said it. <laughs> on, on Hulu now. Um, um, yeah. Well, next well, time I mean, we talk to uh, Taylor Young, our uh, the never not funny uh, uh, lawyer on Retainer, we could uh, we could ask him about this. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I may be wrong, but that's what I recall from it because there's there's and there's two parts to the test too. There's a multiple choice, which is kind of a misnomer because it's giant paragraphs too. But then there's an open there's an open, open. answer where you're supposed to show that, that you understand the theory, and I think that part was open book. Let me uh, okay. let me text my sis, my stepsister is a, lo- a lawyer. Let me let me just you downgraded her. her to stepsister. <laughs> well, <laughs> mid sentence. Uh, I, I felt I, did, I felt like I was not being truthful if I said sister. You're like what? Jenny's a lawyer? No, the uh, my stepsister. No. Damn it, Jenny's not a lawyer. Jenny. Yeah, we all know that Jenny's not a lawyer. What are you playing abort, games with us? Shooter, abort. Abort. Jenny. Shooter. Abort. Shooter. Abort. <laughs> There's articles about funniest the thing Grandma would ever said. Go ahead, yeah, Garen. I'm sorry. There, there's articles about the California Supreme Court denying the ability to do uh, open book bar exam. I know once I got into high school or maybe it was college, they basically said, "Hey, all of your tests are going to be open book because you, in the future, it's not like you're going to have this knowledge in your head. You're just going to look it up. So you know, as right. long as you know where to look it up, but doesn't that make more sense?" I guess. I mean, for certain subjects, it certainly does, because you, you will never need to use that in your life. And if you're if you're reading it again to write it down on a piece of paper for a test, at least you're getting that information a second or third time. So certain why not? things you should know, like grammar and commas and all that. But but name names of the parts of sentences. I don't know that you necessarily need to know that, you know. And then math, it was all just like, yeah, just open book math. You yeah, know, it's all equations like you don't have to memorize any of these things. Other than, I guess, A squared plus B squared equals, Go you know the rest. I think. <laughs> yeah, sure. But, 
Uh, all right, Matt Belknap, while we waited an answer on uh, your uh, uh, neighbor's sister or whatever she is. Um, <laughs> Steps. Uh, here is, uh, it's now time for Oliver's trivia question. I already got an answer. <laughs> oh, hang on. She said, nope, no way. Oh, no way. Yeah. I, want, I wonder what I'm thinking of then because I'm, I'm clearly wrong and I can, I can acknowledge that. But for, for some reason, I thought that's that, big of you. That, <laughs> it could be different I, I, in different okay, states. Scott, for a guy, for a guy that's not here every episode, it's a pretty big deal that he admitted. It's pretty big. <laughs> wow. Um, and, and the thing is, I'm looking, I saw what Garen has seen as well, and it does look like, I, I, I thought maybe when my dad took it, maybe it was open book, because that would have been in the 90s, so they could have changed it, but it doesn't appear to be the case. I know I that his- I get knocked out when I get up again. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm setting the scene. <laughs> um, but uh, I know that his handwriting was so bad that they let him use a typewriter instead of doing it by hand. <laughs> what? Wow. And did he hide the answers in like in between the I think that they provided the typewriter, the typewriter to you, so I, oh, so I don't know okay. that that was a that that was a part of a thing. But I could have sworn seen that maybe movie? was it was it called Cheaters about the high school teacher who helped his kids win the academic decathlon I think by cheating. Mm-hmm. And it became like a huge scandal because they were a poor neighborhood and everyone said you're cheating and it was like fuck you just because we're poor we're not cheating and it was him and and it was a really interesting theme of the movie which was him basically saying like the deck is stacked against you you have to do anything in order to mm-hmm. to and and so it was like a pro cheating movie it was <laughs> oh, really <interesting. laughs> jeff, jeff daniels was i think the the teacher yeah. right that looks yeah right. it was really cool it was really interesting and then it had all the like ways that they cheated and and you know wrote answers on their shoes and in their is that available and, on uh, streaming i don't know i, I like i'd like to watch that with my family yeah teach oliver <laughs> some morals <laughs> uh God, the, the, kid, the kid is too honest. It's is he really? Is he like honest as the day is long? Uh, 100%. Wouldn't, wouldn't know how to lie. That is so not. I mean, everything you say about him, he sounds like the greatest kid. He's a, he's a nice young like, man. I'm so jealous. He's very, he really is a nice young man. I'm, uh, I don't know how it came from me in my filth life. <laughs> um, hey, speaking of my son, it's time for the trivia question. Matt Belknap, please alert people that this is uh, hey, coming. We got a new song for you. You want the new one? Yeah, I do. All right, here it comes. I got a new song. Well, you can tell everybody to place their bets. Just write them down. Don't show them yet. You can win, even if you lose. That's the way we play. It's Jeopardy rules. You go low, they go high. And if nobody gets it right, you will win. The money in, the Jeremy Harper trivia in. <laughs> wow, very nice. Uh, yeah. Who sent that in, Matt? Who's that from? That's from Nathan Diffie, who I have to assume Thank is Joe Nate. Diffie's nephew. There's no question related <laughs> to Joe Diffie. He's a pickup man. Yeah. There's no doubt about it. Uh, all right, listen, here is, the, uh, here is the subject this week. I will tell you this, because Oliver said this to me, and I pass along anything so that the uh, playing field is uh, even. Uh, he predicts we either all get this or none of us get this. That is his mm. prediction. Okay. It's really easy or really not is what he's getting at. Hmm. Do we text each other or we just write it down? You just write, write it down it. and then uh, you uh, you will reveal Show it when it. I ask you. Okay. 
Yeah. So you're going to uh, use that clear glass whiteboard that you have there in your in your lab, right, <laughs> Scott? <laughs> the subject is cameo. Oh wow, cameo. <laughs> oh wow. Hmm. Oh my God, what does that even mean? I would have. Well, I, Elliot, I said uh, to him, uh, so it's like a cameo in a movie or a TV show. And he goes, I can't tell you that. Wouldn't be fair to the other guys. So <laughs> fair. Uh, make your bets. And then we'll go around. We'll check in with everybody. Oh, we'll we have answer. to make our bets now. Yeah. yeah make your bet. What now. Are Final we, Jeopardy. What are we betting? I'm Zero sorry. 25. We had this whole conversation <laughs> off the air. You I say high pitch. Off the air, you said you did this before. You know how it's done. And, and then, then I, I walked I, I asked one it. timid question and you said, you already did it. <laughs> so uh, I why do I have like to tell you idiot. twice? <laughs> You're betting between 0 and 25 in case uh, all of us either uh, get it or if there is a if a, uh, more than one person gets it, the betting comes into play, Jeopardy, uh, Final Jeopardy style. Okay. And uh, you're winning. Uh, you have a chance to win $5. Scott, get yourself a couple of burritos. Couple? Okay. Hmm. Well, Taco Bell. Or just one big okay. one. Yeah. Can you get Kulop, by the way, too? keeps keeps saying, can we order Taco Bell? What is Who wrong does? with her? Kulop does. <laughs> oh, the great Kulop. Oh. Watch Taco Bell. <laughs> well, that's so that's so Kulop. I love it. It's just always oh, <laughs> lots of Taco Bell. Uh, full disclosure, my son Oliver and I had Taco Bell uh, about three nights ago. We uh, went, Really? Uh, Did you drive through? The, you have to. They don't. Uh, the doors are not open. They don't, they don't deliver. No, you, so could, you probably to, could uh, get it delivered. You can DoorDash it, yeah. We, but why spend an extra twenty seven dollars? It's that? literally a thirty second drive uh, in my car. We uh, so. we we got that exactly once it, during this quarantine uh, a few months ago because Zoe. I don't think I guess she had had it, but she was like just had a re- weird craving. And uh, yeah, we got it, and then we all go, "Yep, yeah, this is terrible." Yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> and wrecks your insides for a couple days. So uh, how old is Zoe now? Let me guess. Okay, let me go. Okay. Do you guys want to take bets on this? If I can guess <laughs> on, what, on what number you say, oh, we're betting yeah, on whether you can get it right. Yeah, okay. I'm going to say so. that you do not get it right. Okay, I think Scott I will get it right. I agree with that. Um, okay, so I first got to know you in <laughs> 2002 is when when you first were hanging around. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You didn't have a kid. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then I got to, it took me a couple of years to get to know you. And then you started Never Not Funny probably in 2007, if I'm guessing right. 2006, maybe somewhere in there. Yes. Okay. 2006. And then you had Zoe in that period in between 2006, 2009 ish. So I'm going to say 2008. So I'm going to say she's 13. Oh man. The math was all right, but she has not yet turned 13. She's 12. Damn! So What's close. her birthday? It's September eighth, so she's okay. So I was far off. Twelve and a half. Yeah, um, you you were there because we're we're in the beginning of twenty twenty one right now. So if you yeah. had stuck with the idea that she was born in uh, tw- that it was yeah twenty twenty yeah I should have done that. You're right. I'm an idiot. <laughs> fucking <laughs> moron. <laughs> it's C square. You fucking dick. <laughs> uh, cameo. Oh wow. Here's your question. Do write it down. Don't answer until I ask. Here it comes. Um, and uh, Scott, what you don't know is that my son has horrible handwriting. He's not unlike uh, Elliot's father. <laughs> Any talk of giving him a typewriter for this uh, trivia? <laughs> uh, there, there is there is discussions. Yes. Yeah. Uh, here we go. Oh boy. Uh, along with some others, which famous director voiced the audience members in the 2016 movie Sing? However, 
Despite many famous people, Bill Murray isn't in it. Read that again. What the fuck? Uh Along with some others, which famous director voiced the audience members in the 2016 movie Sing? However, despite many famous people, Bill Murray isn't in it. What's that second part have to do with it? (laughs) Is that supposed to be a hint? Maybe. Maybe. Or, I mean, I think we can... I'm I'm just speaking for myself here. We can wipe away the you'll either all get it part of that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that seems that seems uh, I agree with Along with some others, which famous director voiced. And again, by the way, if I if I read this the way that it's written, the movie would be called Mm -hmm. S.I.V.G. It would be spelled that way. And then uh, despite would be uh, (laughs) (laughs) S.E.L.I.L.E. Famous is Fang Fangs. F-A-N-G-S, it looks like. Hmm. Despite many... Uh, Del, Des Lel, many fangs people, Bill Murray isn't in it. Oh, so it's vampires. Right. It's vampires. No, 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 no. That's just, that's me uh, saying how he spelled it, Matt. This is not vampire related. By the way, every, I just say, uh, just to, because I know Scott's feeling a little bit attacked right now with all the Kulop love happening. Every single time my wife and I see anything about the movie Twilight, I think it was Twilight, we yeah, we we say to each other fangs for coming and laugh about the time that scott told that story thank you very Love much <laughs> you're welcome <laughs> are oliver and zoe friends um not really but they've they've spent time together i mean they don't like uh, all these kids now are just hanging out on uh you know zoom calls or whatever they, they don't do that yeah um but it's one of those things, Scott, with, with, with kids, like they go to each other's birthday parties until a certain point, And then it's yeah. like, uh, then you're yes, real they're, friends. They're, they're yeah. still friendly, but now they have their own group of friends. Yeah. yeah. And my parents' it, friends, they would, they, they all moved to different places, but they would get together once a year. And it was, and there were kids sort of my age, but it was always like, why do I have to hang out with these people? I I only see them once a year, you know? And then I actually became friendly with a few of them as I got older. But before then it was just like, Oh, what, you know who, why? Anyway, Uh, is everybody in? Is everybody in? eh. Almost. I don't, I don't Uh, like my answer, but I guess. Where are you in? James almost. Hold on. I'm, Reluctantly in. I don't think I'm right. I'm, I'm debating whether or not to just completely ignore that Bill Murray thing because that's feel like the it's, part that bothers me. It's just going to lead. Uh, I don't yeah, know. it does. It does feel like there's a reason for that. And so. well, I think it's because he's done a lot of random cameos that yeah surprise Could people Could in be. movies. It would be so awesome if he were on cameo. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, Seems what like, would he charge? He would charge so much money. Or he yeah. charged close to nothing and everybody right. would do it. One yeah. of the two. Do you have to fulfill, when you set a price, do you have to fulfill everyone who buys one? No. You can turn them down? You can turn them down. He should charge them like 25 cents and only do one. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That would, uh, Danielle just talked about that. I think on Howard Stern or somewhere they were talking about the people on uh, Twitter that only follow one person and how annoying that is. And I can only think of one person that does that and that's Conan <laughs> O'Brien. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right yeah. yeah i really want to think about john, like john stewart just joined got to a million followers in a day and a half or something crazy wow 
I thought he had been Remember on and then left and came back or something. Is that not what Remember happened? Remember when TSA was the hamburger? Yeah. What? She was a hamburger? Remember, well, when Twitter first started, there was a, a, first of all, there was a Bill Murray account that everyone was like, whoa, is this Bill Murray? How crazy. But there was the Tina Fey hamburger account, which was, it was Tina at Tina Fey, and it was just a picture of a hamburger. And everyone was like, she's so funny. It, you know, instead of a picture of her, it's a picture of a hamburger. And it would tweet dumb jokes. And everyone would be like, oh, she's so funny. And she's on Twitter. And then at a certain point, everyone was like, idiots, this is not Tina Fey. Right. God. Uh, that was the same with that Bill Murray one, right? It took a little while yeah. for people to catch on that Bill Murray wasn't engaging <laughs> yeah. with you. He wasn't he responding to you. doesn't even have a phone. How do, how's he right. going to be on Twitter? <laughs> um, you know what a famous uh, person could do, though, that might be cool if you're only going to follow one person is just change that person every week? Isn't just that like, what Conan does? Does he change it every week? I think he still follows that same... Remember, it was a publicity stunt because yeah. it was supposed to be... He only got on Twitter so that he could announce uh, sales for his tour uh, back mm. in oh, uh, yeah. 2010. Somebody... Somebody else I think does somebody that. Somebody does though. that. Yeah. I just don't know. Who. I thought it was Conan, but I guess it's someone else. Yeah, I don't remember who it is. All um, right, well, let's check in with Garen Cockrell. He did just uh, 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 pipe up there with that information. Uh, <laughs> he is at the Tri Corners of the Valley up there uh, at the uh, Never Not Funny Weather Desk. Uh, Garen, hello, Garen. Hello, sir. How are you? Uh, now we saw you yesterday, but you're doing fine. How's your how, your weekend? Anything of import happening over there? I know that's a ridiculous statement in the middle of a pandemic, but a uh, question. Uh, no, just, you know, just hanging out. I watched a few movies yesterday. What'd you watch, Garen? Give us some examples of what you're watching. I watched Play Misty for me. Oh, Jesus. For the first time. What's that? That's a good movie. Clint Eastwood, he's got a fan that's obsessed with him, so she, that he actually dates, and then it goes bad. Mm -hmm. Can't imagine why. Uh, and then I watched Deep Star Six, which I kind of like. Deep Star Sticks? Deep. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Deep Star Six. Oh. You mentioned that it's yesterday, like, and I don't remember what that is. He kind of mentioned it as if we all knew what he was talking about uh, yesterday as well, and now yeah. it's come up a second time, and I'm so glad you dove in to ask him. <laughs> it's a, kind of like an alien ripoff, but it's underwater. With a yes, right, sea right, right. Creature. Yeah. It's got a pretty oh. good cast. I feel like I looked, it, I looked at it. Didn't it come out around the same time as The Abyss, and The Abyss was just, like, better? Yeah, I think so. It was 89. When did Abyss come out? Maybe 90. I don't remember. About that time? Yeah. Is it that yeah. late, The Abyss? Or maybe maybe it was. Eight, I, feel, I feel like I was. It was. I was in high well, school or college. Yeah. So Terminator was ninety one. Terminator two. I mean, yeah. was ninety one or so. So it had to have been like three years before that because yeah, it was, was eighty nine. Those two. Eighty nine. That's why yeah. I'm saying eighty nine. Got it. <laughs> Nailed it. We're all agreeing. We're all in agreement, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I believe that was a Fox film, and I I saw it on the on the lot because my dad ran a screening of it. Great. Wow. Of the abyss or of deep six? Of the abyss. What about the fox and the hound? <laughs> nope, I don't think that's yeah, a that. sad movie. I'm a hound it's dog. A fox movie. <laughs> uh, Garen, did you watch a third movie or was that were those? The uh, two? No, I did watch the third one, and that was Friday the Thirteenth Part Two. You never seen? Is it. that the? <laughs> is that the one? Yeah, that's the one, isn't it? Well, first of all, Johnny Depp's in that, right? No, that, no that's, that's Nightmare on Elm Street. Street. That's Nightmare on Elm Street. Never mind. Never mind. But you might be thinking of Kevin Bacon in part one. Oh. Kevin Bacon's in the first Friday the 13th movie. What now? Ooh, I'm guessing it was not. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I, I believe you. I'm saying I don't think that's what Scott was thinking. That was my guess. <laughs> oh. that he was. No, I was thinking, thinking of Nightmare Part 2. Because no, I think that. we talked about that last time I was on, maybe. Interesting. Maybe, yeah. You know who never repeats their conversation? 
Um, Garen, along with uh, some others, which famous director voiced the, uh, the audience members in the 2016 movie Sing? Um, well, I'm Sing, if I'm not mistaken, is a DreamWorks movie, and he may be tangentially, if that's the right word, related to it. Uh, so I'm going to say Steven Spielberg. Is it DreamWorks or is it uh, Illumination, though? That's what I was Dream- trying to. First of all, it's with. Illumination, and secondly, Son DreamWorks Animation has nothing to do with Spielberg, not even Katzenberg anymore. So, yeah. well, I know so they don't suck anymore. It, Garen. But they used to. Anyway, that's my <laughs> answer, Steven Spielberg. You're dumb. And when I'm right, I'll accept apologies. <laughs> I'm uh, right. Well, listen, we're all going to get it, or we're all not going to get it. <laughs> that's, that's what uh, that's what Oliver said. Yeah, that was the uh, that was uh, what the uh, the creator of the question said. Hang on, okay. here comes. Uh, oh, God. oh God, I'm You know, falling. when I talk about my son, I get all emotional. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, let's check in with the lazy skeptic. He's in Palms, California. He's uh, running the video village there. Uh, Elliot. Uh, uh, what's going on over there at the Palms? Everything all right at the familiar? Everything's fine. I've been, uh, I, I once again have, uh, have received some more um, protective equipment, which I thought I'd share with you. Okay. Now, Scott, so, what yeah. you don't know is that occasionally uh, Elliot will buy things off the internet uh, for protective uh, purposes, and usually they're ridiculous. This huh. one looks pretty good. It's not yeah. too bad. It's a little, it's a, it's a little high, but it still does okay. Yeah. I can't see yeah, where it ends. If you wear a mask. Oh, okay. Yeah, does that help you? Yeah, that doesn't look like it goes low enough quite it doesn't quite go low enough so that's but one. again if you're wearing a mask i think that that's good for the uh for the eyes yeah but isn't it supposed to be instead of a mask i think it is supposed to be instead of a mask so here's here's a regular mask right yeah but then but then you've got this oh no <laughs> where's what the, the fuck? hold on and that thing snaps onto it yep jesus oh, there we jesus. go it's for the eyes there. so that that works right did, did they think about getting a, uh, a, a less transparent uh, piece of plastic? Can you even see us? <laughs> not, not very well. <laughs> wow. So there's that one. And then, oh, I lost your thing. And then, and then there's this. This was interesting. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of like, like a dog cone. Can you yeah, even hear me? Yeah. Yeah. When, those, when the thing first started, those were sort of popular because it was like, no, anything you sneeze or whatever will be trapped. It'll just be there, right where you are. I mean, it's, yeah. theoretically, it could probably... But if yeah. it weighs down. So I love the that. way you sound in that, to be honest with you. <laughs> you did, did you like that? It's so weird. I did. Because of your blue screen, green screen, it, like, it was hard to even see what that was for a second. Oh, yeah. It looked like you had it, nothing It's kind of It's kind of like a dog collar when, yeah. they, when they go to the, the, right. the veterinarian. And then there's this. Why, why do you keep buying these things? <laughs> Whoa. What? Now that's... Come how, on. About, how about that? Watchmen. The, do you think that would work? <laughs> um, yeah. I, I, I don't think you bought it for this purpose, but uh, yes, I think it should work. <laughs> Huh, that's. I mean, I guess that's good if you're going to a, a sex dungeon party and you want to, and you want to be as safe as you, you possibly safe, can. Yeah. Maybe it's a party at a sex dungeon or a party celebrating sex dungeons. <laughs> it's both. So actually. It's a sex dungeon themed party. Nobody gonna, has sex at it. Yeah, but there's a bunch of different kinds of dungeons that you see, yeah. and you dress mm-hmm. as your favorite sex dungeoneer. They're all. All uh-huh. the dungeons are represented in small dioramas on little podiums, and you just walk right. around and go, "Yeah, that's a nice one." And then you Where pick the, the one you want. Go? Oh, come on, man. What? We're talking about come sex on. dungeons here. Dude. <laughs> How about a drive-in sex dungeon? Would that work? Yeah. Huh. I'll yes and. <laughs> Sometimes when you yes and, uh, it just ends the conversation. So that's what my, my choice was there. <laughs> yeah. Ye- yes with a uh, period. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, period. Elliot, very serious follow-up. Why, do you, why have you bought no less than five um, face shields? Well, so so here's here's the honest truth. I, I look at these things and I think that they look weird or cool 
part of me wants to think that they'll work, but part of me thinks after this is all over, they'll be good props gotcha. for something. Okay. All right. Um, and, and not for nothing, but I like showing them to you. I think that's fun. Yeah, I do too. It would say it, that we may never get back to normal where people are not wearing masks whenever they're in public. Yeah. I mean, you know, when I went to Japan, I'd say 30 to 40 to 50% of people just wear masks all the time yeah. on the subway and walking around. If that's, and stuff if like that's that. what and it is, so be it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's not the worst. That's not the worst situation, at least, especially no. on subways and things like that. Did they? I mean, I, Scott, fe I felt <laughs> kind of weird when this first started walking around with one, like everyone's looking at me or whatever. And now it's like, why isn't that person wearing a mask? Right. Idiot. Sure. You know? So it's like, it's been normalized at this point. Scott, when, yeah, you, our culture. when you went to Japan, did you notice that everyone was putting their mask on when they saw you? Oh boy. Yeah. Oh boy. And they were putting like clothespins on their noses <laughs> as well. And Very making weird. like a weird waving back and forth underneath their nose kind of motion. American. Yeah. I think, yeah. It's, I think that was a particular I, experience that you had. Uh, I don't know if that's how <laughs> widespread it is. But yeah, I mean, that's, I mean, since you're, I'm going to say relatively famous, I could see America embracing it just in case they run into Podcast you. Podcast famous. Yeah. So just if you're out in the Morris world, County. you're worried about seeing Scott Ackerman, just keep the mask on all the time. You'll be fine. Jimmy, do you feel podcast famous slipping away from us now that people like Conan <laughs> O'Brien and Dax Shepard and people like that are getting into the game? Is podcast, are, are we no longer podcast, are we now like C and D list podcasters? I think to our fans, we are still in the A's. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. That's all that matters. Uh, by the way, I am worried about Dax Shepard and Christian Bell. Their publicist hasn't issued anything on them in the last 48 hours. I <laughs> they, okay. they, could be, they could be dead. Oh, it's possible. They, uh, Dax Shepard, uh, that person's the hardest working publicist in show business. Uh, all right, Elliot, ex, please ex give Fun me. Bunch sketch actor, Dax Shepard? <laughs> was, really? he, uh, was he in the Fun Bunch? He was uh, Fun Bunch Annex, as we called it. Huh. I did not. I don't remember back, that. Uh, back in the, the UCB. No, this is before the UCB. This was in the 90s. This was huh. like 90, probably seven and 98. He was in sketches with us. Wow. Back in the day. Yeah. I never so, knew that. Uh, back when Rachel Quaintance was also in them. Is yeah. that uh, yeah, those yeah, days? Yeah. Those days. Was he yeah. also a server at uh, Chin Chin? No, we, <laughs> he, there was a guy named Kumail that we, uh, was also fun by Janix who we got to know who was in sketches and he was a friend of his, I think. And then, uh, Kumail is no longer with us. Weirdly enough. I mm. heard a weird story about, he just tripped in his apartment and died. What? Like he was, he lived alone and he just tripped oh, and no. I don't know, I don't oh, know what happened, God, but it, it was just horrifying. Like, it's one of those things where that has made me in my head about like, you know, not wanting to ever be alone or eat alone. That's another <laughs> thing that I think about is, is like, what if I choke to death? And I'm, yeah. it's just me, you know? So right. I always want a buddy around or a kulap or speaking of her. Boy, oh boy. I would love to have a sandwich with a kulap. You'd love to get the Heimlich from her, wouldn't you? Oh, boy, oh, boy. I, I, I'll fake choke to have it happen. <laughs> I don't know if she could wrap her arms around you. What? You think her, she'd squeeze? Meaning her, uh, her uh, <laughs> breasts or something. Oh, I see. Oh, I see. <laughs> giving the Heimlich, it would just be like, she could maybe touch your back. Well, I'll, you know what? I'll take it You'll if it gets it. that thing out of my throat. Yeah, sure. yeah. <laughs> it keeps you from dying. I welcome the touch on my back. He's willing to give it a shot. <laughs> now, I don't like the leathery touch for construction workers. <laughs> the second they touch it, oh, the, yeah. that skin turns to silk. Of course, of course. Um, wait, now, uh, uh, what, what the hell was I? We just talked about we were talking about masks and stuff i i will throw this out um when when the 
uh, lockdown first started, uh, some of my neighbors, I saw them out on the street. They were wearing masks. That was fine. But they were also wearing plastic gloves while they were just walking. Yeah. yeah. And I, I hate to admit it, but I'm like, yeah, you assholes. Like I saw them with gloves on and they're, they're not like, touching oh, what anything. Are you, what are you putting on airs for? Oh, yeah. gloves. kind of a little bit like, like uh, really you're going to, I mean, to be fair, we didn't know how the disease was passed or anything like that. So a little paranoia is not unjustified, but it did seem, it seemed like there's no way that you're going to get something from yeah. the air while you're walking around with your partner in the neighborhood. Right. And then by the way, you're going to have to take those gloves off anyway. So well, they, they would always say about the mask, don't touch the mask, like only touch the straps. Right. Right. And, and I remember the weekend before lockdown when everyone was like, how does this happen? It was just like, don't touch anything and wash your hands a lot. That's all we yeah, need. Yeah. So I was <laughs> yep, on the yep. subway going to a movie downtown, like cool up. Oh, and I wow. went on the subway while oh, this was going on. I was just like, all right, we'll hold on to the pole and all that, you know, but as long as we just never wash our hands until and touch our face until we get to the movie theater, but knowing now what we know, know about it, it's like insane that I'm sitting there in a yeah. you know subway car with all these <laughs> right. people breathing all this gross air. I didn't like well, it. I, I know whatever that was. was go ahead, go ahead, Elliot. I'm just saying I didn't like it before there was the pandemic. So yeah. yeah. Well, gross subways. air reminds me of Terry and fresh. Uh, I recommend uh, if anybody's curious, uh, use a uh, glade linen to freshen hair. <laughs> That's the thing to use. Uh, Scott, uh, going back to Dak Shepard, has he? Uh, I, I don't know. Has he been on Comedy Bang Bang? Has he been on the program? He, he was. He was on the podcast pretty early on, and then he was on the TV show. He was really good on the TV. He show. was okay, good. And every time, every, every you know, I'll see him every once in a while, and it's always good to see him. We're not, you know, like I I ate lunch with him once because we ended up in the same restaurant. He's like, yeah, come on over, you know. So it's like certainly friendly or whatever. Plus, but you don't want to eat alone, so anybody that welcomes you <laughs> yes, for exactly. safety purposes. Thank God, uh, I see you sitting alone, stranger. He did say, I think I've maybe have said this on the show before, but he did. He, we were looking around during that lunch, and I always rem remember something he said where he was like, you don't see a lot of uh, really old guys our height, do you? <laughs> <laughs> like, because we're so tall, we're going to die early. Like, oh, wow. goodness. Huh. Enjoy your like sandwich. That. You just don't see it, do you? <laughs> but are you accounting for the fact that people shrink as they get older? Yeah, yeah maybe. And their noses get bigger and their earlobes. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck Dak Shepard. I guess that's the premise. <laughs> what? Am I misunderstanding nice. what the premise is? I mean. Uh, nice fellow. I like Dak Shepard. I got no problem with him. Yeah. I've always enjoyed his company. The few times I've been with him. Uh, all right, Elliot, you got a guess on this? Which, uh, which famous director voiced the audience members in uh, uh, 2016 movie Sing? All right, so uh, I, I, le I leave this to the uh, trivia trivia judge gods. What I wrote down was the director of Life Aquatic, because my brain couldn't pull the name of the director. <laughs> huh. Yeah, well. It's not a bad guess. I guess if, it's, okay. if it is him, then we will decide at that point we'll whether decide, you should yeah. get it or not. We'll adjudicate yep. this It's only yeah, fair. Later. It's only fair. Yeah. Uh, Matt, please tell me you didn't also say that. I didn't. I know that guy's name. And I'll just say it. It's Paul Thomas Anderson. No, no, I'm there sorry. It's not Paul. No, it's not. It's not Paul you Thomas Anderson. It's Wes Anderson. Wes Anderson. Sorry. And idiot here is like, yeah, yeah, it's Paul Thomas Anderson. I know his name. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I have, I'm torn up inside about this because I had a I, ha I had a guess that was Bill Murray specific. And if it's right and I, and I scratched it out and wrote something else. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be very upset with myself, but I I did not go with that. I went with uh, a guy who's already come up on this episode, uh, Kyle Mooney's favorite, 
Martin Scorsese. I, I, I will just show you this, Matt. I, I also I scratched that out. Oh, okay. That was my what my second. Like I was bouncing between the two. I, just, I feel like Scorsese has increasingly become the guy that does those kinds of things. Like he's just right. like you know, as a as a guy who worked with him on the movie Shark Tale. Yeah, I'm listening. Let's listen. Uh, he it was the first time he'd ever done anything like that. And it was all fresh and it was all new to him. And it was just like voice acting. Wow, what is this? And it was marvelous. It was just marvelous to work with Marty. <laughs> no, I imagine. You know what? I actually think that's probably why I thought of that is because I somewhere in my brain I remembered that he did that. Because uh, I was actually going to say to you when I thought it was, I also thought it was a DreamWorks movie for a second. I was like, oh, maybe Scott's got the inside track on this because he worked for DreamWorks for a little while. But then I realized mm-hmm. it wasn't them. So maybe It was the only time in... I think DreamWorks animation history where they recorded two actors at the same time, him and Robert De Niro, because it was like, usually they want everyone separate so that there's no overlapping or anything like that. But they were just like really tempted to get the two of them together. And so that's why in all their scenes, there's this weird, like overlapping, like cutting each other off and going, huh, what, you know, which is, (laughs) was natural and fun. And so it's, it's actually fun to see an animated movie done that way with sort of, you know, Mm. That's cool. All right. Bye. Well, do you have a guess on this, Scott? Basically, you have, you've got this uh, back uh, Hollywood information. I went down the same sort of road as Elliot. Um, I said Sofia Coppola. Oh, that was my okay. that was my one that I scratched out because I was at first I was like, oh, yeah, she's worked with Bill Murray recently. And uh, and in the past. she's the only director I could. And I thought Wes Anderson, actually, when I heard it, I was like, oh, that's actually better than what I was thinking. Aside from I don't think Wes Anderson would do this. Right. Um, mm. but, but do you, do you think Sophia was, Coppola would do it? <laughs> I maybe because she has kids I, who knows but i yeah. the only other thing i could think of was ivan reitman but i don't know yeah i also that, thought of ivan reitman I, but but i couldn't make the connection i i, I thought been, of uh, oh, sorry. uh jason a connection is made uh, i thought of jason reitman but i went with uh jason the same reitman. as matt scorsese, scorsese yeah uh, the the reason I abandoned Sofia Coppola mostly was because I was like, would they have a woman do every audience voice or? What? Well, they said a, no, no. This says along with others. Oh, along right, others. right. Shit. Okay. I don't know uh, why. Here's the, your answer. The way it Here was we go. Phrased to me, it seemed like she was doing multiple voices, or he was. Doing. Here we go. Does, does, Here does is... Oliver look these up? How do? What, mm-hmm. what does he do? He looks them up online or something. He just makes it up. It's not. It's usually not even correct. <laughs> <laughs> An honest, honest kid. Do you guys want your answer? Yep. Yeah. Wes Anderson. God oh, damn it! Boy. Oh boy. Oh, so Bill gonna, Murray yeah. hint because he's in nearly every single movie Anderson has done. Wow. So it's it's up to you guys whether you want to give it to me or not. I don't. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Says the guy and who knows. Garen's giving me a no as well. <laughs> no way. All right, that's two no's. I would, I would have would. given it to you. Yeah, I would have given it to you. Wait, we're deadlocked. Uh-oh. If you would have said Uh-oh. the director of the Grand Budapest Hotel, I would have given it to you. <laughs> the game is to name the person. <laughs> I, no, I, I, I'm not. I'm not upset. We've played. We, upset. Like we've played other games where we're loose with it, but I feel like this particular Oliver I'm, trivia game, we sort of. I am have not a upset. Higher standard. I've, it's totally uh, fair. Well, let's go to the betting then. Uh, Garen, what'd you bet? I went twenty-five. Elliot. Seven. 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 Matt. I went 25 also. Scott. I was thrown by that we're all going to get it, so I said 25. 
Yeah, I'm about to muck things up even worse for everybody. Oh no, you at seven? Seven. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, then Elliot has to win. First. Then Elliot gets. I give I it to Elliot. Elliot wins. Yeah, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Awesome. I, uh, all right, let's take a break. We'll be fair. back with more. We uh, do a couple of stupid questions. We'll be back with Scott Ackman right after this. Hey guys, Matt here with some dates for you. Scott Ackerman's on Twitter, at Scott Ackerman. He's also on Comedy Bang Bang. That's the podcast he started many years ago as a radio show, in fact. And uh, it's still going strong. You can find it over there at Earwolf or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also follow that show on Twitter, I believe, at Comedy Bang Bang, if you want to do that. Uh, and, and watch old episodes of the TV show version of Comedy Bang Bang. I believe it's on Netflix. Uh, so seek it out. Seek out anything and everything Scott Ackerman does because it's fantastic. Jimmy Pardo's on Twitter at Jimmy Pardo. The show's at Never Not Funny. Jimmy's going to be at Flappers uh, doing the Zoom Room comedy show on February 19th, 7 p.m. Pacific Time show. You can get tickets to that wherever you are in the world. You can do it through your computer at flapperscomedy.com. Please enjoy that. And don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Never Not Funny. That's where you can watch Jimmy's Records and Tapes, the web series where Jimmy takes you on a trip down memory lane via his record collection and if you click the bell you'll get notifications every time there's a new episode up they do go up on tuesdays so check it out and enjoy guys shopify is something that's very very dear and important to me and you know that you know that (laughs) and matt you're laughing because you know that i don't stop talking about shopify off the air it's really it's it's weird it's like your new obsession like you used to talk about you know journey and kiss all the time now it's just shopify this shopify that i know and all i can do is apologize but i'll tell you why it's because whether you're selling scented soaps or uh offering outdoor outfits the SSS or the OOO, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, which I learned stands for point of sale, no. not the other thing that I've been saying. <laughs> right. That's uh, When you go on and on about Shopify, you sound, you sounded a little foolish because you were raving about, and then people would say, well, why, why is he talking about POS? Like, what? That's yeah. Like, they didn't know either, and you didn't know how to tell them. Uh, well, no, because I was on the wrong side of history on that as well. Yeah. But point of sales, what POS stands for, when we're talking Shopify. I'm excited because we've set up our own Shopify account to uh, handle our uh, our perks. You know, we were sending out uh, T-shirts and, and yearbooks to our subscribers, and uh, it's so easy. It's great. I get to, you know, assign roles to different people. Like our, our, our web guy, Jeff, is he's an admin in there now, and I, I just it was so easy to set him up. And then I set up our T-shirt guy. He's got an account in there he can log in he can do what he needs to do to get our shipping done it's awesome um i've been kept out of the loop on that uh because um you're kind <laughs> yeah well, as much as you rave about it you don't want to know about i don't want to know i don't want to know how the sausage is made i just no. want to see the uh the, the results right that's what i want and, and also i don't know if illegally i can get away with this but it's so easy to shopify well, because Come you were on. off key, I think we're legally safe. I think I was on key for the, what I was doing. <laughs> we all knew what it was. Uh, you know, I'm not doing karaoke to a backing track. <laughs> it was on whatever key I was at. Uh, sign up for $1 per month trial period at Shopify.com slash Pardo. That's all lowercase. Shopify.com slash Pardo. Now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com slash Pardo. Shopify, a better way to sell. Hey, sometimes you find yourself at the, the wall that's missing a couple of bucks. Now, who, did somebody steal it or what's going on over there? It doesn't matter how you're missing the bucks. Money might be a little tight. That's where earn-in comes in, Matt. Yeah, earn-in. Earn-in's there if you got a last-minute gift for a loved one, an expect, uh, unexpected trip to the vet. I've seen a lot of that on uh, uh, social media, by the way. People saying, oh, I had to spend the night at the, at the pet vet. Yeah. People like using the phrase pet vet. 
even though vet covers pet, I mean, what other, are you, are you at the wild animal vet? No, you could be visiting a, a soldier. Oh, okay. Uh, I, I think people, I, I think they like the sound of pet vet. It does sound fun. It is fun to say. I get it. Uh, but nobody's pointing out that they're at the pet vet for fun. So uh, That's a good point. Yeah. Why are they, yeah. Why are they being uh, capricious or uh, silly with their very you know, serious issue? You know, capricious say. <laughs> uh, now, listen, This is here's the important thing. Earn-in is there because the point is you're not at the pet vet at three in the morning going, oh, good, I get to spend X amount of money right. uh, that I don't have. That's where earn jumps in. Yes. Uh, earn is an app that gives you access to your pay-as-you-work, up to $100 a day, up to $750 per pay period. Yeah. So it gives you a little goose if you need it. Yeah, it's, but you're, you're making the money by going to your job and working every day. They're just saying, hey, we can get you that money a little bit sooner than the, than the paycheck arrives. That's exactly right. Now, over three and a half million people are already uh, saying things like, when I I think about earning i think about financial stability security it gives me a lot of peace of mind that's what they're saying they say it like that yeah they, i would think there'd be a little more uh, excitement no, the, these are people that uh, you, you know when they're giving a testimonial they're caught off guard and they're, then they, they're not comfortable in front of a microphone exactly these right. are not professional these broadcasters like we are yeah, they, they they sound stilted but that's real that's genuine thank you man again it gives them peace of mind <laughs> uh hey download earning today that is spelled e-a-r-n-i-n that's in the google play or apple app store when you download the earning app type in never not funny under podcast please when you sign up it'll help the show let them know who sent you there who directed you there once again put in never not funny under podcast subject your available earnings location daily max and pay period max c earning.com slash tos for details earning is a financial technology company not a bank bank products are issued by evolved bank and trust member fdic earning it's your money get it now hey everybody welcome back to the program episode 2724 scott Ackerman is here from the comedy bang of the bang podcast hello jimmy and friends. hey scott Ackerman's <laughs> joining us uh, uh we're doing a new thing now where we have a, a different guest on for the second half of the show so uh oh uh, we did the opening get her? We had scott <laughs> should i get her <laughs> oh boy wouldn't it be great just to close this up and cool up that'd be wonderful uh, <laughs> it almost sounds like we're making fun of cool up at, 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 if we keep doing this and that's not the case in any way no. shape or form no. everyone gets you're making fun of me we're clearly making fun of scott <laughs> i want to be very clear that's the case you know some idiots like oh, it's not kind of sounds like they're picking fun of cool up but i always enjoy when cool up i mean maybe jimmy to, doesn't to be fair when cool up was on you asked about scott i always yes i do uh, yes i do scott that's very true and she can't wait to get off that topic fast enough I mean, she really... <laughs> uh, all right garen give us a couple of stupid questions uh, we, uh first met bell will let us know that we are uh, doing this segment What do you got, Garen? We got A, B, or C. Jimmy, pick. I'm going to go with C. C. We're going C. For comedy. From at Blue False Indigo, if you had to pick one beverage to drink the rest of your life outside of water, what do you choose? Well, Coke Zero, this isn't even a conversation for this fucking show. We all know that I only have one answer to this. But here, and I think somebody else is have to start uh, curating these questions. You, your, your choices of stupid questions are awful. There, I've said it. But Jimmy, do you only drink Coke Zero when you're not drinking water, or more? I guess to the point, do you only drink water most of the time? I drink water ninety percent of the time. Coke Zero the rest of the time. Uh, occasionally, a coffee, uh, a caffeine-free Diet Coke or Diet Pepsi, uh, if I want a flavored thing in the evening. Do you not drink caffeine at all? Oh, no, I drink uh, Coke Zero. Is, oh, I thought that had zero. It's just zero no, that's, calorie. That's zero sugar. 
Oh. Mm. Yeah. Coke Zero. In stores That's now. Right. That's right. <laughs> Delicious. Uh, hard to find during the pandemic. I'll tell you that. Coke Zero oh. has been hard to find during the pandemic. Why is that? I don't know. Same with caffeine-free uh, sodas. Very hard to find during the pandemic. Talk oh. to my wife, Jimmy. She is. She has a, a line on it because she's. We we are well stocked. Okay. Oh. Uh, Talk to my. Wife, we are currently well stocked because I. Uh, <laughs> I bought uh, Target out when they uh, had a nice uh, selection. Yeah. Uh, so I, I say Coke Zero. Anybody else? I, I guess I could go iced tea. Maybe. Mm. It's easy. Goes with everything. Iced tea is a good good answer. I remember the iced tea salesman who came by the restaurant. And really sold me on iced tea where he was like saying, it's healthier for you than water. It's got like this thing in it, this thing in it. It's essentially just better to drink than water. And then like years later, much like the grease, did he cut his dick off? I thought, (laughs) what about all the caffeine I'm drinking? Right. Right. (laughs) Um, Yeah. And also, yeah, doesn't caffeine kind of dehydrate you a little bit if if you've had too much of it? Yeah, can. Guy was stupid. I think it's bad for the kidneys, actually, if you drink too much tea. It is bad for the kidney. That's exactly right. Okay. Yeah. Well, maybe I'll um, I, I, I drink a lot of uh, vitamin water zero, the red kind. Um, is that the dragon? Is that dragon? Dragon fruit. Dragon fruit. No, I, don't, I don't know. But um, I drink a lot of that. So, and that I, that I drank that like kind of exclusively through making the Bang Bang television show. Um, so maybe I would pick that or wine, I guess. Like, that's the other thing. Like, if you're not going to be able to ever drink alcohol, Jimmy, I know you don't care, but wouldn't you pick an alcohol? So like, okay, I'm going to have water all the time. And then like and then two days a week, booze. I'm going to. That's yeah. a famous pair of water and wine. Did Jesus Christ know how to do it better than anybody else, didn't he? Elliot? <laughs> right. Back and forth. He fucking partied. Yep. That guy, speaking of magic, that, that guy went to the mind palace. <laughs> remember when he remember when he threw over all the tables to the mind yeah. palace yeah. kicked everyone out <laughs> yep he was so not my mind palace yeah <laughs> this is my father's mind palace get the fuck out that's right <laughs> you have made my mind palace a den of thieves um i uh the thing i get most often when i go to a restaurant that isn't water uh is cranberry juice and i i'm gonna i'm gonna stipulate cranberry juice cocktail which has a little bit of sugar in it as opposed to straight hey, cranberry juice. Who are you, the guy great. from TikTok? Come on, remember? Everybody remember that guy? Thunder only happens when it's rain. Are you frozen? Oh, no. Okay. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, Garen, give us another one. Give us a, another stupid question. Well, let me give you my answer. You guys, this might be up for debate, but I'll enjoy a delicious Celsius. No. Lift it. Sparkling that would, water. Wait a minute. If you, that would be the, the only drink you would drink for the rest of your life other than water. It would be that or Diet Dr. Pepper, one of the two. And this All is right. probably slightly healthier than Diet Dr. Pepper. But we you see what it does water. to you. Oh. It makes me funny. No. Garrett. It makes me funny. It makes you crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're also having cocaine. <laughs> they're, they're, they're comedians like, I'm, I'm funnier after I have three drinks. No, no, you're not. Your brain's not as sharp. You, you, you're wrong. Uh, well, Garen, I apologize for forgetting to get your answer on that. I guess I just assumed it would be uh, Celsius. <laughs> no, you're fine. Uh, so A or B? Uh, a. A for Fonzarelli. From at Daryl Dawson, would you go back or forward in time? No. Well, the song tells me what to do, right? You got to get back are you, in time. Do you have to stay there or are you just uh, visiting? I assume you're just visiting. Hmm. I'd go back, I think. I think I'd go back. uh, Why? Well, Eddie Money said to uh, kill a certain orange person that we all. (laughs) Um, 
let's not elect any more oranges. <laughs> more oranges. You're Wait, in Scott's from Orange County, so that's I mean, hard for I was gonna say, yeah, it's it, difficult for me to say. In classic, I, I want to. Oh god. I was going to say I, I want to share. I want to share a theory I have. You remember the the Bowling Green massacre that everybody was talking about in the Trump administration, yeah. and it wasn't a thing. Yes. My theory. My theory is that a bunch of people have tried to time travel to get rid of Donald Trump, and it has it has created a rift around him, and so he's seeing all sorts of different timelines and has no idea what's going on. Huh. And so and so in one of the timelines there was a Bowling Green massacre, and he just can't tell the difference with between the realities. That's that's my theory. So. Is this a real theory or is it a I'm on a comedy show theory? Because with mean, you, I don't know. That's, that's a lot of the things I say, Jimmy, is I, I don't necessarily know whether I'm serious or it's a joke. Yeah. Uh, it's something I wanted. I, I, have, I have an outline of a story that I was going to write down. Does that help you at all? Yeah. I'd like you to put one Why of your nine masks on and work this through. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. uh, I would go forward in time. Yeah, it's tempting, isn't it? But also terrifying. <laughs> You don't know what's out there. Uh, it depends on what if, you, what if you would have said that in 2019. Although I guess you could do if you went forward in 2019 to 2020, you saw what happened. You come back to 2019. You say, hey, everybody, this is about to happen. Let's make sure that it doesn't. That's the problem. Is, no one would believe problem. you. Yeah. This is the problem is whether you're visiting or whether you're staying there, because yeah. if you're visiting, you probably want to go back because it would be very frustrating to be back in time and not have the modern conveniences that we have. Like I, I mm. have thought about, you know, how you used to have to pull over to the side of the road and call up movie phone in order to figure out or, or buy a newspaper to figure out like when movie times were, right? Or, mm. yeah. you know, uh, pay phones and all that kind of stuff. And so like it would be, if you're just spending two weeks there, then yeah, it's kind of cool. And then you come back. But if you go to the future and you see all the new shit that they're going to come up with, and then you have to go live in the past and you're just like, fuck, I can't, like, why can't I be where Mm. we're 2083? Like all that stuff that's going to be so cool. And you get very frustrated. But the other issue is, is I, you know, everyone was like, oh, 2020 is over. Oh, thank God. We can finally go back to normal. I actually think this entire decade is going to be horrible <laughs> and it's going to keep getting worse and worse and worse. Mm. And so why not mm. go back to the past where <laughs> like the air is clean and, you know, there's so much space. So and, where would you and, go? Like how far back would you go? I think, you know, you don't, uh, uh, I read a book when I was younger about uh, some time traveling kids who went back to jazz times back in the twenties mm-hmm. and because they were jazz musicians and they were like looking around like, Oh, Duke Ellington. Oh, holy shit. You know? And, and they had a grand old time um, out there in the roaring twenties. But I don't know. I mean, you don't want to go back. It depends on how old you are, because if you go back and you're 20 and suddenly you go back to 1941 or, you know, you're suddenly drafted into World War Two and you don't right. want to do that. But if you're my age and you're never going to be drafted, you probably want to go back to the 50s or something when everything was like relatively calm and hmm. prosperous for a section of people who, yeah. you know, yeah. Well, I, that, could, that's, I could fit in with. <laughs> that, that's, a, that's a thing that I was thinking about as well is as, as a as someone of Jewish heritage, I don't know where the best time for me to go visit is in the past yeah yeah you know older than about 30 years ago yeah Yeah. i mean you could just go back like six years or something yeah right 2014 wasn't bad for you people yeah (laughs) it's like hey this this iphone sucks but it's it's still an iphone at least (laughs) (laughs) right 
Uh, I remember when the first iPhone came out and Matt, you gave a review of it on <laughs> a special thing and you were like, immediately I of course checked out a special thing.com in order to see how it looked on the iPhone. Yeah. And it's pretty good. Yeah. And I just remember how slow it was back then. Even then. I remember you had the, I didn't get the first one. I, I you, I got the second one cause I was like, it doesn't have the first one didn't have 3g and it just seemed like well if i can wait and i was i was caught in a contract anyway and so i couldn't i would have to switch to at&t to get it caught so in like, a contract <laughs> can't, can't go uh, back so but i remember you're i remember seeing you ha- i was like very envious of you having it i was like wow and now if i were holding that up you'd go what a piece of shit <laughs> that guy is <laughs> well that's for other reasons but i'd be like cool phone <laughs> that, that piece of shit's got a really cool phone <laughs> I remember I had I had it right when it came out and I was up in Canada and everyone in Canada was looking at it like it was the future like they didn't have them up there you know yeah. they weren't even introduced at that point so they're like what is that yeah I remember I'm in Montreal <laughs> <laughs> yeehaw let's have some maple syrup <laughs> why are they hoopies that's crazy I uh, we're watching we're watching Thirty Rock with the kids right now and uh, it starts I think the year that the iPhone came out so it's interesting to see how nobody has an iPhone at the beginning of it, even though it exists. And they make a joke about it. Like they make a joke about how only rich people have it. And then, <laughs> so it's going to be fun to see when people start to have, cause like in the first season, Jason Sudeikis's character has a, uh, one of those palm things. What remember palm, palm pilot pilot. The, palm well, that yeah. was it the phone one. I, I guess there was like, I forget if that well, was there's a pebble. Is that one? The no, pebble? I had, I yeah. had whatever it was. Jimmy the had palm. the pebble. I think it was just called the palm. Uh, maybe it was like a it was like a blackberry kind of but it had a touch yeah. screen uh and um did it have a stylus it, i think it did yeah um mine did not but yeah and that was mm. the thing that because like the, the idea was that he was like a successful he was like a i think he was like a lawyer for the for for ge or whatever so he was like hey this is what like successful business guys have now <laughs> And now it's like everybody just has either an iPhone or a fancy Android if they're in, in that level of success. And so it is interesting that iPhones have cha- have not changed significantly in what six years now at this point or right. something like that. So yeah. it's like this is one of those rare stretches of time where you know movies are all kind of like they they don't look out of date by the technology you know like all most tvs and movies are flat screens and iphones all look the same yeah you know until until Mm -hmm. who knows what's going to happen in the next five years or ten years unless you're a nerd like me and you're like oh that that one they don't have the three cameras on that one this must have been filmed in 2019 (laughs) (laughs) what do they call that a trip something the three cameras people are afraid of it uh, yeah, that's right. The people who don't like like holes and things or whatever. Yeah, the people who don't like three holes together. Yeah, they, it's like they a, get very freaked out by the three cameras on the iPhone. It's like an actual How do phobia. They, bowl? <laughs> <laughs> they don't. The Bowling Green Massacre. <laughs> oh. That's why. That's, that's what, what it was all about. Oh, that's a good point. <laughs> by the way, was it the trio, the Palm Trio? Y- yes, that's what I had. Yes. Thank you. Yeah, that's right. It was like I yeah. Yeah, that that what is that called? Because there's also people who don't like lots of holes. Uh, like, right. it's like it starts with an H. Yeah, um, hole phobia. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, that's the H. Yep. No, I think there. You got it. I think there's a T, oh. like a trip something. It's trypophobia. Trypophobia. Okay. Yeah. Wow. H T R Y P O P H. So, <laughs> so if, true. Here's here's the thing about that that condition. 
is if you search for trypophobia, the first picture that comes up is something with a lot of holes in it. Yeah. So if you are afraid of holes, you will not be able to read the results of that. <laughs> right. Oh, you will yeah. have to oh. shut your computer off. My brother has that actually. Does really? really? Yeah. Man. What is it about again? It's, I mean, they know it's irrational or whatever, but it just gives them an uneasy feeling. Is that what it is? Uh, it's an aversion to the sight of irregular patterns or clusters of small holes or bumps. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, so it's not just three holes or is it, is that no. a different thing? Cause I was going to say, if your brother has that, maybe there's only certain porn he can watch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like a little Jimmy enjoyed that. <laughs> it was fun to watch his face just sink. I enjoyed it. Tell your face then. No sinking. Uh, I'm just looking look at the like... clock. Uh, so I got uh, a little distracted by that. Gary, tell me if you want to go forward or backward in time. It's so t- I think I would go back to like Victorian England. It's kind of be. Kind oh my of god, are you crazy! What about all the having a shit outside? Yeah, you're gonna die of a <laughs> disease immediately. <laughs> I'm there for what do you no way? I'm a. I, I'm. Do you I'll get vaccinated by the way of for whatever? I you guess know, you, is going on like the bubonic plague and all that kind of stuff oh, before you go. Oh, that's, that's if you can question. do that, the yeah. benefit of going back in time is that you could do that. Yeah, I mean, is it black market time travel? Because then maybe not. But if it's like right. above board, no. Well, that's the other thing board. is, is like, is this an explosion, an accident that propels you, and then you're in the time tunnel, and you, you, <laughs> there, it splits off into two different ways, and you choose which way you're gonna go, and that's the only control you have over it, or is this like a Man. trip that you've taken like through the TSA or something like that? Once time travel is regulated, hmm. Man, so many options. I go to England, Victorian England. <laughs> By the way, they didn't, right. anyone you want to meet? No, I don't want to see the people. I just want to see the landscape of Victoria. I'm not Enjoy interested it. in the people. So you have to, you have to go to the, the time machine needs to be in England. Then you can't because if you try time travel to that time, you're then you have to take you a have ship, to take a boat. Yeah. Well, oh, if yeah. you're if you're if you're time traveling, I would assume you can time travel between time and space. Well, that's the other thing you about time to. travel uh, is the Earth isn't going to be in the same right position as it was. Oh, wow. Now so we're so, got to be both time and space, really otherwise you're screwed it. it has to be time and space. space, yeah. So, they're like, they're going to have to do all these, you know, algorithms and, and calculations in order to make sure that you land. So, ideally, you could probably land wherever you want if they're, they already have to move you through space. So you guys ever why see that movie? Book tests are bad. What, Garen? I said, this is why open book tests are bad. You have <laughs> right. to be at the top of this math. You ever see what, what movie, just... Jimmy? Shark Tale? Hey, that we're coming back to. Uh, uh, all right. Scott Arkman's been our guest. Scott, thank you for taking time away and joining us, putting out a blazer, having a little respect for this program. We appreciate it. I, I'm wearing a blazer, a shirt, and then sweats and, cl- and clogs. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Clogs. But uh, wait, what are these called? Crocs. Sorry, uh, Crocs. Oh, even better. Um, but uh, I always appreciate you having me on. Love being on the show. I've turned down quite a few other shows, Jimmy, just so you know, uh, because I I don't love doing them in the pandemic, but uh, here at home, but uh, we'll always be on this. Well, we appreciate uh, you, uh, you doing that for us. Uh, always great to see you. Please say hello to Cool Up for us. <laughs> of course. It'll be the of last course. thing I do today. <laughs> hello. <laughs> uh, on behalf of the pop culture beast, look at him right there. He's at the, uh, the Tri-Corners. The Never Not Funny Weather Desk. That's Garrett Cockrell in Palms, California. The Lazy Skeptic, Elliot Hopeberg. Holding on the Ford at Never Not Funny Headquarters in Sherman Oaks, California. That's Matt Belknap. And, of course, our great friend from the Comedy Bang Bang Podcast. That's Scott Ackerman. I am Jimmy Pardo. We'll see you next time on the podcast. AK-47, gone, not forgotten. 
Love Never Not Funny? For two bonus episodes a week and video of every episode, plus bonus perks, sign up for a Platinum subscription at NeverNotFunny.com. Never Not Funny is executive produced by Jimmy Pardo and Matt Belknap. Video production by Elliot Hochberg. Production assistance by Garen Cockrell. Music by Daver and Watch It Burn. Copyright 2021 Never Not Funny, LLC. Thank you.